This is the Man's Man Film Review. Hey, welcome back to the Man's Man Film Review. This is your host, Joe. We'll go around. Who else do we have in the room here? Tom. And Steve. We are back for another one. This is going to be a fun one. It is. Good old Demolition Man. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Love Demolition Man. Trivia. First time I've seen this movie since it came out. I saw this the day after it was released in 1993. That's insane. I know. It's on TV all the time. I don't know. That seems like ages ago. I was really indifferent to this movie when I saw it. The, the first time? Yes. Or the second time? <laughs> I was really indifferent after I saw it today. <laughs> Nothing's changed then. Not since really. The first viewing. No. But we'll get into it. We will. Um, but before we get into it, we'll kind of go through some of Stallone's fantastic uh, one-liners. He's had quite a few. Fantastic quotes. Yeah. I'm going to be honest here for the folks. I, I might have done a little bit of a fail on this. You, he, you Steve, pulled a joke. Steve didn't prepare. I, did. I forgot he, to prepare. He did not bring a top five. Classic not. Joe is Joe like actually writing his top five while we're doing the show. Like hearing somebody's answer. Oh, that's you, a good one. You're like, like oh yeah, yeah, that's that's the one that I had for my number one. Your as number well. five is my number four. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, like Winky Day. What? For, for a week after we did Howling 2, I was talking to, uh, to my wife, and uh, I was just mentioning how you kept doing Jenny's voice, and then like, she was like, what? And I was just like, I, I would like say lines that you were saying. And, and it, it, did it make sense? Or it made no? zero sense to her, but I just giggled. Did you get her to watch it yet? No. No, she's 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 dead set on now watching. I thought you were gonna one. maybe get to watch it on the Kalahari trip. Oh, yeah, man. and then you could roll 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 around in some fur. Yeah, Jenny was fantastic, man. That that, that one's pretty easy to do. It, I love yeah. doing Jenny. I should bring Jenny back to the show. <laughs> Every show should have a Jenny appearance. It absolutely, the lady was to. weird. She was just, I just, yeah. Anyways, who so, is that man over there? God, she sucks. I fucking hate Jenny. <laughs> stupid. She, she, she was like the ergo of, of that movie. Yes. She totally was. Did he give you a business card? <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Where's Stefan? Put your penis inside of me. We can't find the, the city. <laughs> why, why am I sounding like that? I can't do it. I don't know. I can't do dumb at all. I'm bad with voices. I'm not even going to try it. I, can, oh, do, I can do a good rap brown. Oh! <laughs> Every time he shoots a gun. Oh! That's good. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. So what do we have for these uh these one liners? Yeah, these one liners. Oh yeah. So that, that I'm fully aware of all is, of them. This is about put 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 together as well as our celebrity death list. Mm, oh god. That was put together well. That I was. love that one. <laughs> That's coming back next hey, week. Hey, but hats off or next time. to our Chewbacca, Mr. Oh, Peter yeah. Mayu. I'm gonna miss him. Ah, poor guy. Chewbacca's How really never he? gonna be the same. I think he was like 73 or 74 I mean, or something like that. That's pretty good, because the dude it was is. like He's a giant. Tall? Yeah. Hey, Joe, Star Wars is yeah. over. It's hey, so no, over. it is not. It's so over. No, you just stop. Shut your mouth. Rise of, the Rise of Skywalker will be the number one movie this year. It will beat Avengers. No way! I promise no. You. no promise way in you. hell! No. Promise you. Okay, it's Avengers, documented on Avengers isn't even going to cross over The Force Awakens because it's it's already it's already down like 30, 40 million. Difference. I thought it already beat Titanic. It beat Titanic worldwide. I thought Titanic was like one of the top ones. Yeah, Titanic's up there, but it's it's coming up to get um, Avatar possibly for the number one worldwide gross. Domestic though, it's not going to cross over Force Awakens. If you're concerned about the Star Wars grosses, I feel like you've got a stake in it. Like, you get some money out of I this. Get some, I get some money grosses. from, yes, Lucasfilm pays Joe on the side. 
So I have to say positive things. Go see The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> You guys are Star Wars fans, though. I, I mean, I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Yeah, I, 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 I dress up like Yoda when I, I go. I don't. To the I don't take a anything. Star Wars dildo and shove it down yeah, my throat like exactly. you do. Is, is Rise of Skywalker like a porno, or is it like a tie-in to like Viagra it, or something? The Rise be. of Skywalker. I, I think I've seen that. I actually it's, would like to definitely think I've seen that one. That'd be fantastic. The Rise of Skywalker. It's about his penis. That's what. And then he does it with his robotic hand. He just programs it. Just starts jacking him off. He's like, oh, he's gonna chafe the shit out of that thing. It's, it's like it's called the stranger. Right. R2, can I borrow you for a moment? There you boop, go. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> oh my god. But that's but what it, all those it, holes but are. But it's all like beep, boop, 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 boop. Oh god. Jesus. Bend over, C3PO. Whoa. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, that that's really bad. He, he just starts <laughs> moaning and screaming in all of his many different languages oh my he god, knows. It'd be terrible. You can Andrew's clay. Oh! Oh, all right. Anyway, man, we got it. distracted quick. Yeah, I know. So, I know. What, what do we got for the quotes? So, I'll start off with. I don't know, Steve. Um, would you like to go first? Yes, yeah. Let me, let me go do first. You, wait. Do you know a Stallone quote? Uh, Can you name one like right now? You just watched. You just yeah, watched the Stallone movie. Just watch the movie. Just go. Come and, on. No, you can't put. You can't put me under pressure like this. <laughs> yes, this doesn't I work can. for me. No, this doesn't work for me. We just watched this the movie. You can pick any one of those. Cheesy lines that he threw out there. Oh, oh, what was my favorite one from this movie? Uh, I can't think of it now. Okay, I'm bad under pressure. I'm so bad. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, oh no, the one where he was like, he's like, hey, you're on TV, and he hits Wesley Snipe with the TV. There you go. That was that See, was, that's, that was It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. You have no idea how hard that was for me. <laughs> my, was, my, my nose is bleeding now. His best one-liner in the whole movie was the three sh- seashells line. With the one at the end? Yeah, at the end. That's great. It's fantastic. Hey. Love it. Oh, I don't know if that's a one-liner. Yeah. 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 Nah, you think so? Okay. On, okay. Of course it is. You didn't really have a lot of one-liners in this movie. No. But that was one. I guess. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give the you the only one. Like the, no. Um. I'll just I'll just start it off with Judge Dredd. Okay. I am the law. Right? Yeah. yeah. My how, my how favorite line from uh, Judge Dredd is the evidence has been falsified. <laughs> Tango and Cash. Um. When one of the officers comes up to him, he's like, he thinks he's Rambo. Which Stallone replies back, he's like, Rambo is a pussy. Rambo is a pussy. That movie doesn't work because, like, Kurt Russell has all the good one-liners. Oh, of course he does. It's like, he looks so bad in that a- movie. Except for the one line where they put the bullet hole in the side of the tanker truck and the cocaine starts pouring out. Anybody want to get high? I'll be damned. <laughs> it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, what a great movie. I love that movie. We reviewed it. We did. It yep. was good. That was one of your first episodes. It was. Kelly was on that one. The wife was, right? Tango yeah. and Cash. Yeah. 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 That's right. Because she, she had never seen it before. We tried she to was bring, like, right. this was yeah. good. Yeah. We, we tried like, to bring her on the uh, super testosterone it. episodes like that in Roadhouse. <laughs> yes. you know. It was not Cash. It's Tango. Tango. Cash. cash we had to make sure there was a lot of male ass in the movies we brought her on, like Roadhouse mm-hmm. and Tango. Right. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Absolutely. Uh, Cobra. Yes. Had a bunch of awesome lines in there when the one dude um, basically was going to blow up the store. Remember that? Gave that little threat to Stallone, and Stallone didn't give a shit because Cobra replied back. Go ahead. I don't shot her. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you know every time I eat pizza, I get a scissors out to cut my pizza. So. <laughs> That's right. Why? I never. That. And, he, and he keeps his pizza in the freezer, man. I don't get it. Was it in the freezer? Right? There's yeah. a lot of, you know, you say a lot of these movies like Sis and Kane, you, you can break down like a hundred years later. People are still breaking down why Stallone cut his pizza with, with the scissors. It makes no and sense. The, the three seashells. It's like, 
Maybe it wasn't the fridge. Maybe it was the refrigerator. Stallone Whatever. Is okay. all but these still, just yeah. that's gross. Yeah. Like warm it up first or something. He's leaving all, all these cinematic cinematic. mysteries for us to discover and right. understand. Yeah. But, Have you, you know? ever cut a pizza like for your kids? I cut cut a pizza, but like used a pizza cutter to do it. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, I just learned this like a year ago. My daughter's nine. How to, you to cut a pizza? No, you, I mean like you know you get the pizza, it comes in the box. Yeah. You know, you take it oh. out. You said I would just get like a fork and a knife. I'd like cut it up for. Her. But no, it's like you, you take that pizza cutter and just I mean this is dumb, dumb, but you just cut it up and it's like oh shit that worked really well. Yeah. I just for some reason it never occurred to me until like <laughs> literally a year ago and I was like what if I do it this way? Yeah, this is great. We do uh, that sometimes when you want to make smaller pieces. I'm not inspiring out of it. confidence yeah. in our audience today. I think <laughs> like, everyone's like, "This, this is the first really time." Stupid. <laughs> Holy shit! What do you do with this tool? Usually, this uh, is weird. Well, to be honest, before that, Steve was using a glaive to do it all the time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, yeah, your magical glave. You don't need anything. Yeah, else. I mean, it wouldn't spin for me though, so I was just cutting it like with a regular knife. I kept stabbing myself because five, mi- five, five minutes in, and I got our crawl reference, and we have to get one every episode. That so. would be amazing. So there you go. Would you like a crawler? Mm. Um, cliffhanger. There, when they're uh, spending the night in the lovely cave, he starts throwing uh, bundles of money into the fire pit, mm-hmm. to, so they stay heated. Yeah. And of course, Stallone throws out. Cost a fortune to eat this place. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible <laughs> line. But you remember that? Yes. So when these people write these lines, do you think that they're like? This is going to be great, or you think they're like, this I, is what everyone's like waiting for? I don't know, because in Rambo First Blood Part 2, mm-hmm. and that's on your list over there. Expendable. What mean expendable? It's like someone invites you to a party and you don't show up. It doesn't really but matter. It's like someone invites you to a party and you don't show up doesn't really matter. It makes no sense. Dude, that's it? That's yep. it. Oh, yeah. holy shit. That's awful. But, but I always laughed have... at that because it's kind of like, well, then he made a series called The Expendables like 20 years later. <laughs> that's right. To which he should have replied, you stupid Rambo and should have jumped off the boat and swam to shore. And that's it. Doesn't she give him the necklace? I believe so. Right? And then she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Goofy. Yeah. Goofy movie. All right, let's move on. We're just I killing thought... the yeah, show. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody's like, this <laughs> sucks. Goofy movie. Goofy. Um, Cobra, again, when he's playing with the bobblehead dolls. Hot item. What a great, it's such a stupid fucking line. I have no <laughs> idea what he's trying to deliver there. Well, he says that to the to the vendor lady, right? Yeah. 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 It used to be the and she just like nods her head like, like oh, oh. The, the nice disabled man is correct. <laughs> it's like, that's great. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I just, I just, I always bring it up, but I always love in Cobra where it's like at the end of the movie when his car gets destroyed. And like, oh, yep. she's like, oh, we'll do anything we can for it. It's like, I'd like a new car. Sorry, it's not in the budget. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just saved the city and my car got destroyed doing it. Sorry. Can't help you with that. And what did you have for your like number one favorite line? Well, my Stallone? favorite line is the one that doesn't doesn't really, most people consider it as a line, but Rocky Four, man. Rocky Four, that's right. Talking with Apollo, man. It's like, we're turning into regular <laughs> people. <laughs> we're, we're changing. We're like... Turn into regular people. <laughs> I don't want to change. I like who I am. Thank you. See, that was well done. Man. Yeah. See, there we go. I just love that, that, line, that line reading there. I don't know. Oh, it was great. Uh, look, look at us on the TV. We can't do that no How more. How about Paolo? like? I think you should do one more. Do Rocky Five, where he's talking to his kid about the painting, about the his uh, the uh, French teacher. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Who's this? It's like, don't tell your mom about this. You don't understand French. 
Like, you don't understand French too good. And, he, <laughs> and his stupid uh, joke, he's like, um, knock, knock. Say, who's there? Come on. Madame? Madame. Madame who? Madame foot's caught in the door. <laughs> Oh, Rocky Five. Okay, let's, let's move on to Demolition it. Man. Let's just yeah. God. Before people, we, people are having accidents probably right happen. now. They're I like, think this is shitty. It's, it's entertaining. It's entertainment. It's fair. It's, yeah, think, Steve's think, sitting over here drilling like, what is fucking going on here? I think part of it is I haven't seen a ton of Stallone, Stallone so you don't get it. It's, really. like, it's also it's my brain. Obviously, you asked me to, to come up with a quote, and I just like, watched uh, the movie, and I was just like, oh, uh, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Why are you asking me? You know, so. on TV. Boom. <laughs> Have you seen Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? No. No. Oh, it's too bad. No. What's, what's the uh, What's the Throw Mama from a Train? He was also in that one, right? <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> see? <laughs> and you guys, there, there you go. You're making fun of the uh, one liners. Right? I'm your everyday man here, yes. okay? <laughs> that is awesome. Was he, was he His... Billy Crystal or Danny DeVito in that movie? Which one? He was Danny DeVito for sure. That'd been awesome. Sylvester Stallone is Owen and throw Mama from the train. That would be great. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was also the one in um, uh, the Twins movie with Danny DeVito. Yes. Owen, get me a soda, Owen. <laughs> yes, mother. You just agreed with me, but it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I, I was doing. Oh, okay. I was doing throw Mama from the train first. <laughs> what is happening here? Okay, okay. God, I love I'm still on in kindergarten. I'm, cop. I'm God, working on the good. fly to like rewrite this with Steve Sane. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, I would love to see Stallone in Kindergarten Cop, though. That would be, be pretty fun. That would be good. Hey, hey yo, kids, uh, why don't you gather around and look at my possum? You just, I just All the kids are just going to be looking at him, too, like, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah, what happened? What's going well, on? Well, kind of relating to that, no, I think that the better replacement for uh, Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop will be Steven Seagal. Steven uh, Seagal. Steven Seagal. Seagal. Well, we're getting to that. So speaking of which... <laughs> They're like, Can you say it's not a tumor in Steven Seagal's voice, Joe? Oh my god, that, that, how, how would you even do that? It's not a tumor. Yeah, I guess he just did it right there. Yeah, man, that's pretty he would close. Be just calm. Is it's, that right? Boys not, have a penis, a girls have a vagina. Is that right? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna know all about your mommies and daddies and what they do. <laughs> Tell Steven you're gonna get a god teacher. It'd be weird, dude. He'd be like freaky. He'd be sitting there the, dressed in his glimmer man outfit. This would have been this his beats. This would have been a more entertaining like thing to like have us just like recreate action mm. movie roles with other action stars. Oh, that just would have totally ruined the movie. That'd be cool. That's a good idea. That, that's, that's, that would be Jean Claude Van Damme in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> Put down the cookie. <laughs> good God. How did, we, how did we get here? I don't know, but I'd like to see Sylvester Stallone in It's a Wonderful Life. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be amazing. Hey, yo, say that again. This is my bad ear. <laughs> so he's being rocky and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay. Not, yeah, okay. It could work. All right, well, Sylvester Stallone, now we made our way back around to him. He started in a little movie that we just watched called Demolition Man. Demolition this Man. This was Joe's choice, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. So and, why'd you choose it, Joe? Yeah. Well, just back in the day, right, it's kind of when I had the heart out for Joel Silver movies. So it was like I had to like literally purchase every single movie produced by Joel Silver. I will um, verify that that is true. Joe would have the posters of all the Joel Silver movies on his wall, like even shitty ones. Yeah, so even just the shitty ones. Just because it said Joel produced by Joel Silver, I'm, I'm like, like, oh, I got on this movie, Action Jackson. I don't know. It's still kind of a guilty pleasure, what have you. Now, but. a lot to our fans who don't really know who Joe Silver is. He did Silver Pictures, Lethal Weapon movies, mm-hmm. a bunch of, bunch of huge movies. If you see the movie True Romance, 
the character in there of the producer is kind of caricature of yeah right? absolutely yeah. yeah total rip off of Joel Silver I so know, it's just uh, some of the earlier action movies that he was part of were stylized and beautiful to watch what have you he still had, had some of that action. in Militia Man too you yeah. Said, right yeah. yeah absolutely well, well it's Die Hard because of Die Hard your Die Hard's your favorite movie so well, yeah, that's kind of how you get into it yeah so. I mean Joel Silver was a part of it you know, I mean, if, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he's got Lethal Weapon, he has Die Hard, he has Predator, he has The Matrix. I mean, the dude's just that's done a, a... That's a good it's list. A, yeah, it's a fantastic resume. I mean, Absolutely. He just has great movies in there. Steven, Steven Seagal's Exit Wounds. Seagull. Seagull. <laughs> we should do that movie. Exit that's, Wounds, dude. I haven't seen that away. since, I think, when it came out on, like, DVD. I remember I really that. enjoying that, too. That was awesome. I like when he freaks out in the classroom and rips his desk apart. And tells the whole class y'all should be as um, fuck. What fuck was that line? It's been that? so long, I don't remember. I have to watch it again. Should all wish you were as happy as me, or some stupid thing like Before that. Before we do exit wounds, though, we're doing Glimmer Man. God, no, I even did seen you that. ever see that? No. Was that with the deer penis powder yes. or whatever? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the teaming of uh, Steven Seagal and Keenan Ivory Waynes. Oh my God! Damn, no. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. And it's Jesus somehow, and somehow it kind of worked. It's not bad. No, okay. it's not. It's it's pretty funny. All right. But of course, the last time we did a Steven Seagal movie, like nobody listened to that episode. We yeah, thought no. we thought it was going to be like huge, and nobody. Yeah, nobody really nobody. liked. We did Marked for Death. Like, oh, it's going to be huge. Like ten oh. people listened to it. I'm like, what the fuck? Steven Seagal. Yeah. But when we do Stallone, Stallone movies are through the roof. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. People love the Stallone. Let's get the Demolition Man. Let's then. get to it. So we, we got the write up here. I'll go through it, and we'll. Uh, Absolutely. We'll, we'll chime in where we can. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we'll chime in where we can. Demolition Man starts. Uh, takes place in 1996. Uh, cr- the criminal known as Simon Phoenix, who's played by Wesley Snipes, is, has kidnapped a uh, bus full of hostages, and he take, takes refugee with his gang in an abandoned building. By Very the, small gang. Yeah, it was like eight people. <laughs> yeah, ten right. people, something like that. And, and it slowly wipes them out in like ten seconds. Yeah, it's not hard for him to get through them, but they managed to have like machine guns on the top with like our. Uh, the, the tracer rounds in them, right. and none of them with the tracer rounds can take down a, a was, helicopter that's hovering above them. Right. It, Bunch it, of idiots. It, it's somewhat of a dramatic entrance, isn't yeah. it? Couldn't any have just entered a door in the building? Uh, it seems that right? way. Yeah. But it's an abandoned factory. There are other, like, it's you huge. know, entry points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have to come in bungee cord to a helicopter dropped out well, that doesn't even fucking bungee. It doesn't look like it, looks like it was just a rope. It looks like it probably would have snapped his back in half. You know yes. what I'm saying? This is unfortunately a movie where the first scene to me was the best scene in the movie. I, I, oh, yeah. Yes, it has nothing to do with what really goes forward. Demolition that, Man so. starts off fantastic as a great opening. It has a pretty decent ending as well but everything else in between just kind of like you just you're, fall you're, off the you're sandwiched in a weird uh, San Angeles police department yeah. world of goody two shoes yeah so it's just it's, 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 it, it makes for it, a good story I think but in reality it's like it's a good idea but it kind of wears thin because it's the same thing over and yes, over again right. it's yeah. like a slapstick comedy with the same friggin joke exactly it's like how many nut shots in a row can we have it's like they're funny right. for a while I think about but, ten and then you kind of like, oh, hit him in the nuts again. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. So. Maybe, maybe we could get something else. Punch him in the nuts. <laughs> Once you get on number 11, you're like, okay, I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm leaving now. <laughs> so they're in the building. Uh, John Spartan shows up. He's a cop uh, played by Sylvester Stallone. And apparently he used a thermal scan of the building to try to make sure that the hostages weren't in there. We find that out kind of after the fact. Mm-hmm. And he says they're not in there. So he, as we were talking before, he like, is supposed to bungee 
in by helicopter to the roof of the building, but it's not really even a bungee cord. It looks like just like a rope, which would have broken his ass in half. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you if you talk about physics, there, it's it's not working, man. Because he like literally falls and then just drops, which is still a badass. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Love love that entry, but still, it's like come on. Well, fucking weird. I will give the movie credit because I I heard a fun fact that actually Stallone did all of his own stunts in this movie. Oh yeah, no stunt doubles whatsoever. I have to insert sarcasm voice here for you. Bullshit. Some of his stunt doubles were Mexican in this film. How many stunt doubles do you think he had for this? Because there was a lot. Well, none of them looked like him. No, not at all. It was like it was like the stunt cock on that Trey Parker movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you ever see that? There was orgasmo, right? Yeah, orgasmo. And, and like also at one point, they're like, all right, stunt cock. And a black guy comes in. <laughs> stunt cock. And he's like, uh, don't you think people will notice? I'm like, no, I'll be fine. No. Just that was this, 100%. I do love the orgasmo fun. theme song. It's great. I haven't seen that in forever. But uh, on on the the movie, the funny, uh, cool thing about it is that they actually wanted Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal. Uh, to originally be the people. <laughs> You're going to stick with that Seagull thing, thing Yeah, I wrote, I, instead of writing uh, Steven Seagal's name correctly, I wrote it down as Seagull. So he's now Steven Seagull for forever. That, that would have been so awkward. What? Steven Seagull? Steven Seagull and Van Damme. Because Van Damme, Damme would be the Simon Seagull? Phoenix character. Yeah. Van Damme was, right? Yep. Yeah. Van, yeah, he was off the not buying guy. But he did. He didn't want it, and then he wanted to switch with Seagull, and Seagull said no. So neither one of them. Was, was I would have paid any amount of money to see Steven Seagal play Simon Phoenix and wear those outfits. Oh my god! Any amount of money. Any amount of money. And running around like a sissy would have been phenomenal. Oh. Any amount of money, I would have paid it. That would have been that would be cool. Just it's funny. I'm wondering if like Joel Silver literally had a hard on for Steven Seagal because didn't he also try and get him into Predator Two back in the day? I didn't hear that. Is that yes, true? Did didn't we, did we, we talk we, about that remember, on the show? I don't remember show? that. Did we? That really? they were trying to get Steven Seagal to star in that. Which is funny because that one came out the same time as Mark for Death. We had a whole discussion about it when we I were talking about that Predator but... 2, show. Oh, you know what? Now, now that I think back, you're so, right. And I think I think I said that probably would have been a better choice than Danny Glover. Yeah, at the time. absolutely. But th- I'm just wondering, like, if that's Joel Silver just being like, oh, I want to get Steven Seagal. I, these guys latch on to things like that. They're just like, we got we to gotta do it. Yeah. So it didn't work out. I mean, I would absolutely do that too. If I was like a producer or director, I'd be like, I need this person. I need him. No. I think Van yeah. Damme would have done a pretty good job as Simon Phoenix. They would have changed it, but I think he would have been yeah. good. I've seen him play a good bad guy in a lot of movies. It's kind of, you know. I can see that. Not just the Expendables. I can't, I can't see Steven uh, Seagal anywhere in this movie. You though. can't no, see Steven Seagal no. in anything being good no. because he's terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although uh, he probably would have looked decent in the future of wardrobes. Because he kind of wears those kind of fucked up gowns. I will argue with you that Van Damme could have taken Simon Phoenix and Stallone could have stayed as John Spartan had been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know still, I mean, Snipes does a good job, but I think it would have been fine. Yeah. No. I think it would have been been a good role for Van Damme. Would have let him branch out a little bit. Yeah. But did he play bad guys very much at this point? He was mostly like the hero. He was bad guys very early in his career when he was a nobody, but once this was the point where he was like a action star and did all the good good guy roles. Don't forget he was in Breaking. He was? He was in the background. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, clapping. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So, he had some awesome dance moves. And so, he was the original Predator. Was he? Yeah. But really? he, couldn't, he couldn't do those kick-ass moves in the suit or some shit like that. They put him in the so suit and he, he just got, he got fired because he wasn't happy with it. So. Well, I yeah. mean, don't they also want the Predator to be like eight feet tall? Well, well, if you, saw, those if you old, saw the original suit, yeah. oh my god, dude, it was fucking It's awful. amazing how Predator turned out as cool as it did, because the original stuff looked like absolute horseshit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? I gotta see this. You well, gotta show me, there's, there's, show me this. There's still a scene in the original Predator movie where they kind of have the outline 
of the chameleon shape original monster when Stallone's hanging from the log. Stallone? I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, did I say Stallone? Yeah. Schwarzenegger. When he was hanging underneath that log? <laughs> yes. And it kind of like crawled over him? Yeah. That's the original Stallone shape. and Predator would have been awesome. Nah. No, it wouldn't have been. I'm joking. Yeah. That's weird. a joke. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, anyways, let's get back. Um, so, uh, Stallone actually goes in to try to capture Phoenix. Um, he takes out like the eight bad guys that Phoenix has throughout this giant building. A couple guys with baseball hats on, just a bunch of scrubs. I'm like, right. oh, his, yeah, his team sucks. Nothing. Yeah. He takes one of the guys and throws him down um, stairs made of rubber. Yeah, apparently. Which is fantastic, because <laughs> as the guy's falling, like, the beams are popping up. Oh, are they really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't see that either. <laughs> so, and apparently Stallone wanted um, the role of Simon Finks to be played by Jackie Chan. He had, like, a hard-on for Jackie Chan at one point. Uh, but Chan turned it down because, I guess... Uh, Asian audiences don't like it when the good guy suddenly plays a villain. Oh, wouldn't have worked either because Chan wasn't even a big U.S. name at that point. He oh, he wasn't? Like Rumble in the Bronx didn't yeah, come out until a couple years later. Like, so, I mean, people knew who he was, that? but he wasn't like, you couldn't put his name above a movie title. And gotcha. didn't care. So. Weird. Um, but so when uh, uh, when John Spartan, played by Sylvester Stallone, finally mm-hmm. shows up to, to go after Phoenix, they have this like standoff. And it turns out that Phoenix has booby-trapped the whole building with gasoline and C4 explosives. And there's like he's like opened up all this like these gas containers, so there's gas all over the floor. And um, he has a great line where he says, "Is it cold in here? Or is it just me?" Before he lights everything on fire. But the funny thing is, is that the simple science. I even knew this without having to look it up. Is that there's gas all over the floor, and Phoenix has this like torch and he's holding it just above the gas on the yeah. floor and it's the joe you know this it's the fumes that ignite it's a this shit would have went up like in a second yes it would have been like bye-bye yes and it's, set your asshole out on fire <laughs> you not, know it would have been done and it's not just like the little fires that, that they had around them it's it's like a big engulfing it, fire yeah. yeah it's 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 insanity and then on top of it too um they they have a quick fight and uh, Spartan knocks out Phoenix, and he carries him in a fireman's carry with him in his stripy pants out the building. And as they're doing it, he runs past these big barrels of C4. Right. And C4 does not explode when it's on fire. It takes, like, a big detonation. And I'm sure I'm probably on the FBI's watch list now because I looked it up just to make sure I knew. Just for the show. Yes. Well, team players. As you can tell, you guys told me this, that there was like a lot of editing issues with this movie because the beginning of the movie is just kind of like, it's cool, but it's like you can tell it's like, it doesn't feel like it flows very well. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's jumping. Yeah, it's really quick and it's like... Maybe it didn't really knock him out. Maybe Simon was holding on to the detonator when he was getting carried out. I mean, it could it yeah. could have been that. Or it was in his pocket or something. I'm, I, I could see that. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Yeah, we're just so it makes sense. spitballing here. Yeah. Uh, so they run out of the building, get outside. Phoenix is being arrested, and um, of the, the fire marshal comes out and says, right. "Those bodies everywhere! There's like 30, 40 people!" <laughs> oh my god, it's the, the gay dentist from Rudolph showed up. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's awesome. I love I it. I want to see you <laughs> next week on Thursday for uh, Root Canal. Um, I don't and, and Phoenix tries to say that Spartan knew that the hostages were there, but he attacked anyway, which, you know, Tom, you had a good point. Like, why, why do they just take Phoenix's word for that? And immediately, like, arrest John Spartan. Like, oh, yeah, you're arrested. Yeah. You're going to jail, too. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I hope you have a good lawyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know, says, I, says the cop from Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's the whole plot to, to, to get 
go forward and get to the future, and he has to be in suspended animation it's too. Like but it's like it doesn't make sense. No, no, yeah, no. not in the least. Like they immediately arrest him. It's like, yep, oh, we're gonna take the word of this mass murderer criminal. You, you totally agree with him. You're going to jail too. <laughs> so it's, and, and to jail they do take him. They, they they take him to the New California Cryo Penitentiary mm-hmm. where they right. cryogenically freeze, freeze the people him. now. Um, with, ele- with elephant jizz, and that was his, yeah, and that, and that, that was his court appearance too. Before he was put in the cube, is, right? Yeah, I think so. Because he, they're like saying, you know, they're like basically fucking questioning his ass. He's like, skip it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck he's, it. He's just accepted skip his fate. It. It, it makes no sense. He's like, turn me into a nice cube. Not, like, the the, it really would, makes yeah. no sense. Like, why? I don't, you get I don't want to tell the judge that I could easily clear this up in about ten seconds. Fuck it. I'm just put me away. Right. At least take away cash. You know, they went to court. They did it, the, you know, the proper procedure, you know? They should have had a, a, a good courtroom scene and had Kurt Russell come in. This whole thing fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, this is the biggest pile of shit. He could co- it's futuristic. He could come in a snake Pliskin. Oh, that would have been badass. Oh, man. That would have been cool. Amazing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> so, and this is also the point where they introduce a clothing fad that they don't continue with. They, they, they have Stallone wearing... Shower cap? Shower curtain? Shower, shower curtain. They, like, cut up a shower curtain, put a Demolition Man logo on it, and they were like, mm-hmm. we'll just cover up your balls, okay? <laughs> we'll just make sure we'll blur that area. But, yeah, it's, just, it's, like, it's like half... It's like a shower curtain. It's half see-through. They worked hard to make Stallone look like a eunuch in that thing. They did. Like, he had no cock. It was just weird. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very strange. And, oh. and that... Um, Wax figure, whatever the hell they use to create the John Spartan that's hanging in uh, Planet Hollywood. Yeah. And his crotch area is just very disturbing. This is like, to, like, just, eat like your a, steak, you look up, you're like, like, look at my Merkin. I'm like, what the this, fuck? This is, is like 93. This is like Color of Nighttime. If Bruce Willis was in this movie, he'd show his dick. Oh, he'd like, show my cock as much as you can. <laughs> Did he show his dick? Did you see that movie? No. Oh, we need to do that. It is so bad. As All Joe right. calls it, color of dick. Yeah, <laughs> color, color of dick. You get to see the little Willis in this it, one quite a bit. It is weird how like we've like turned a corner. I feel like in movies where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we gotta make it, you know, equal for everyone. So we're gonna show penises. And it's like, all no, the time. don't, don't like, do what? it. No. Yeah, I don't. What are you doing? Yeah, please. Uh, so he gets frozen in this, you know, <laughs> elephant jizz, elephant jizz, elephant lube, cryo well, whatever, whatever thing. lube they poured in that, yeah. like fucking disgusting. It, it and it like went viscous? in his mouth for Christ's sake. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, what uh, is uh, it? And you said that Stallone like had a real hard time with that. Scene yeah, apparently they had to film it for like five hours. Like it was just like you know doing it over and over again. Because I'm assuming they had to like film a scene. Empty it out, wipe it down so it looks like clean and right there. Ever. And then they just have to drown them all over again in it. It'll look cool, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny because you know you look at these days and we bitch about CGI because a oh. lot of times it looks so shitty. Actors probably love CGI. Oh yeah, no shit. Right. There's no more like 14 hours in the makeup chair a sure, day and stuff course. like that. Yeah. No, wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I was so, watching. I was just reading something. About, remember that movie Event Horizon? Yeah, like Sam Neill, yeah. and like at the end of it, he like has all the crazy ass makeup on. So he would get up at three o'clock in the morning, and do seven hours of makeup for a shot oh, yeah. for like the last three or ne- like four days. Of ne- shoot. Nebula from uh, the Marvel movies. Uh, I mean, she has no. to go through a ton, like, like a half a day. You have to work, sit in a chair for seven hours. Yeah. Uh, you, oh, you know, here's a good example. of This too is um, I don't know if you've seen. It, it's called The Howling Two. <laughs> Uh, they had What's to, that? You haven't seen that one? Yeah, it's pretty funny. At one point, I feel like they didn't spend seven hours on anything in that movie. <laughs> no, they, remember they spent eight That's hours right. applying hair in people's body. They failed miserably. Thank God it work. wasn't Jenny, though. <laughs> you imagine her in a chair? Uh, uh, Fine. How long is this going to take? Shut up. So, just stuff hair in her mouth. <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> Eat it. Take Swallow it. it. Take it. <laughs> so Spartan gets frozen. And, uh, we got we were, we go into the future now. It's been what, forty years. With so all this freezing, I was hoping they'd say they'd play Let It Go at least once. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I should do that cut. That I mean, would definitely. Yes. Uh, so we just during the sequence of Stallone in there frozen. That'd be amazing. <laughs> we skip ahead to twenty thirty two and we get introduced to Lieutenant Nina Huxley Huxley, who's played by Sandra Bullock. Uh, she's driving her car to work and she's having a video conversation through her car with the warden. Um, but, but like, so like the, the warden's face is in the car's dash and she's just like driving on auto drive, like it's just driving for her and uh, they're having a conversation about the day and how things are going and I mean, it's funny because I mean, that's just, we're there. The, the Teslas can drive for you for right. the most part. Yeah. Um, you can have like the, the the video in the dash of your car, but it, it's it's gonna be one of those things where it's like when you accidentally open up the camera on your phone and it's front facing and you're looking at it and you're just like <laughs> you just look like a freaking you know alien, right? And it's like that's gonna be what these people see from these car dash videos. And it's like well, that's just that's not fun. That's no, awful. No, no. I don't want to fucking do that. Unless it's the one lady that accidentally calls John Spark. Yeah. And she can show yeah. up on mine anytime. Yeah, yeah, Am I right? Yeah. Boobies. Just boobies out. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's kind of the funny thing about this movie. Like, you look at it, most of these futuristic movies, they fail so miserably on future. Like, this is what's going to be the future. Yeah. Right. It's like, this movie probably is about 50% on it. Yeah. Absolutely. No, they, they got yeah. a lot of things Maybe right. more than 50%. Yeah. Like, you said, like, oh, he's got a freaking iPad, you know? Yeah. No. yeah. I mean, it's not an iPad, but it sure oh. looks like one. Exactly. It's walking around with a little video uh player of some right. kind there's nothing there's not much in this movie you go like oh yeah f- they fucked that up really bad and it's like you know which is no, minus pretty... the jeffrey dahmer line <laughs> yeah we'll get well, to that yeah but but, but that's <laughs> i mean but that's not something they could even no. control either um <laughs> no, oh also bullock was not the uh sandra bullock was not the first choice to pay to play lieutenant lenina huxley apparently she was originally supposed to be played by Lori petty and she came in Filmed some, filmed some of the scenes, but there were creative differences between her and the production team, which makes sense to me. Who's Lori Petty? She was Tank Point Break. Tank Point Break. And Point Break. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah she, I don't know. I don't think I, that would have worked out. I could see her being really high maintenance, too. Lori Petty? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She didn't get a ton of work after that. She did that and oh. Tank Girl. She's been a lot of stuff, but not, yeah. like, not like big stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, her character worked in Point Break, but outside of that, it's like. I liked her in Tank Girl, to be honest. Her, Lori who? Yeah. Oh, you were the one that did. Yeah, that was me. That was, the that only was, one that that was me on all weekend. the farms. This is the best movie ever. Hey, girl. <laughs> I just the, the the rippers were weird in that. The I ice, saw them a long time ago. I, the, they were the, they were the kangaroo thing. I know Ice T and Melton yep. McDowell were in it. That's yeah. Yep. It's 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 funny when you look at it because like this is another movie that Sandra Bullock almost didn't get. Because, like, well, she was not supposed to be in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you look at Speed with the thing I told about Ellen DeGeneres and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, which that would have been just totally off. I don't, I don't she know. She keeps I, just blundering into good roles. I mean, um, is, yeah, wait, is yeah. this considered a good role for her? I think it probably helped her get Speed because I can yeah. launch her career. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think about it because, like, when, uh, you know, when Ellen didn't take the Speed role, she probably on Joel Silver's, like, Rolodex, you know, yeah. like, oh, she'll be perfect yeah. for that. So Awesome. Yeah. Um, Good so, for her. So Huxley's driving to work, and we find out from her as she's talking to the warden that the city that they're in is like a super happy and pleasant place to be. Everyone is happy and sucking the dick of Raymond Cocteau, the guy who like made this place super happy and pleasant. And um, she pulls into this as she's pulling into the police station. Is some... she sucking the dick of Raymond Cocteau? That just doesn't sound right. <laughs> 
I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. And it's funny because I've been saying his name and I've typed it up, and all of a sudden it's like as we were watching today, I'm like cock and toe. I'm like cock toe, cock toe. How do they come up with these names? I get it. But all of a sudden, some weird machine comes up out of the ground and spray paints "Life is Hell" on the the sign. That, that we I don't know what the sign was for, but then like the anti graffiti protection system comes in and, and gets rid of it, and then the thing explodes. Which I don't I still, understand. I, we we that, were all like, no. "What the fuck?" Yeah, happened I still don't get that. But so this is where we get to meet Edgar Friendly. He's supposed to be like the bad guy. He's the the bad underground dude who leads the gang known as the Scraps, which is awful, awful name. It's awful name. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert: In most of these movies, Scraps. the underground rebel is usually a good guy. Yeah, to be a good guy. No. So, and Edgar Friendly is played by what's his name? Dennis Leary. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. And we just found this out like one of the scraps is played by jack black and i don't know where he is in the yeah movie. yeah we'll have to, we're gonna have to watch it again find that uh so huxley goes into the building and her boss uh the chief who's also the warden and uh, yeah that's the warden mm-hmm. see i think see? it's bob, I like that. bob Gunton, i think is his name <laughs> yeah uh he lets her know that he was monitoring her discussion with the warden and that uh where she said that she longed for days when something would actually happen and that he was disappointed in her because people looked to her as like for guidance, and she's like, "I wish things would go bad. It's because I want to be a cop." But I mean, I want some action. Yeah, but I mean, if the chief is monitoring your conversations, well, it's kind of messed up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, a little, a little big brother there. Yeah, a little nineteen eighty four. Especially that guy. Yeah, yeah. I there doesn't to seem to be a lot of shit. free thinking, so it's not really there, a big yeah. deal. So. There's not. But you know, some just with all the privacy issues going on nowadays, I saw that. I'm like. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him straight in his face. Absolutely. <laughs> his dumb glasses. Like, I stopped swearing so much. I'm trying not to swear on the show. I don't know why. No, it's but, fine. <laughs> it's okay. okay. You, everyone has their show. Yeah, the one thing this movie misses is the fashion choices. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, Steven Seagal would have fit right in. He would well, Sandra Bullock looked good in her 40-pound dress, though. She did. Yeah, 40 pounds of stones the and jewels or whatever that was. Beads trying yeah. to fall off of her. Mm. <laughs> Stallone nice. looked like a high priest priest in uh, Scientology in his flowing <laughs> robe. So, in, in this this utopia is so messed up that you even get in trouble for swearing. She goes to her office and calls the uh, the chief a sanctimonious asshole, and she's like, "You have eh. been yeah, it's like eh, you have been fined one credit for <laughs> swearing or whatever it says." And it's just like really, it's like come on. Kind of places. Now, they, they, yeah, beat that, they beat that joke to death, and I laughed every time, so it's okay. It was great because you would hear them, like someone swear, in the movie, and yeah. it's like way <laughs> in the background, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, yep, there it was. I didn't realize though, doing it like twice automatically gets the cops sent there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was new. So they, there's a conversation that has been had there, but then the cutover in Phoenix has been thawed out for his parole hearing, and he escapes using the password for the handcuffs, which he magically knows, and we find out later why he knows that um but the password's teddy bears and he just he goes nuts killing the guards and then he cuts out the warden's eye and uses it to get out of the room because they need a retinal scan and a hand scan but it's like couldn't you just pull his face up to the wall you could have just held him up yeah right but here i like this part uh wait i don't know if this is loud enough how do you know the password to the custom i wish i knew Simon says die <laughs> he does the Simon says thing a little bit too much. He does. He does yeah, they really, they really love that. I think they, they probably wrote, made his name Simon just for that Could reason. Van Damme deliver these lines if he was in this movie. 
I don't know, but Sam says that you guys uh, you guys mentioned that Dennis Rodman stole like his hair from this movie. He did. Yeah, he really yeah. liked his hair. Later on, Dennis Rodman made a movie called Simon Says. Oh, uh, did he? That was his starring role. Oh man, it was so dun, good you never dun, heard dun. of it. Right? That's awful. And Jesus. he also got to start a movie with Van Damme. The double team with Mickey Rourke. God Almighty, <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Double team. That dude. So uh, is he still alive, Dennis Rodman? I think he's living in North Korea. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a joke. That's a oh, joke. No, a joke. Okay, but I have no idea. I mean, he's, he's a good do not hear about Dennis Rodman anymore. I, he very well could just be living over there. Actually, he no, I'll take that back. The last time, why. wasn't he at the Bruce Willis roast? Really? Like, yes. really? He like kind yes. of freaked out on stage giving a speech. You're right. Or some shit. It was I, fucking weird. He doesn't seem like a very well-balanced individual. No, that no. would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, the, the, the wording... Gets you know his eyeball ripped out, and then all of a sudden they cut to like the main uh, police center, and the, the computer alerts them of a one eight seven, and the cops are just so stupid that they have to look up what a one eight seven is because the world is so happy and so you know placated that the cops just don't do anything. Couldn't they just play like a Dr. Dre song for the one eight seven? Yeah, one eight seven on an undercover cop. <laughs> yeah, and you don't stop. Hell yeah! And I love that it was one eight seven too. And then they're yeah. like, one eight seven stands for MTK, murder, death, kill, which and could be a Steven Seagal movie. I, abs- I was hundred percent watch that. It's a three, it's a three word title there. He loves his three yeah, word titles. Absolutely. So they do a uh, check on the cryo prison parole hearings, and they find out that Phoenix is probably the one doing this. Why would you just thaw the dude out to do that? Because if don't... if he doesn't pass and he gotta freeze his ass all over again and it doesn't make sense could you just have thought his like head out of it you know what i'm saying like we're gonna ask you a couple questions and if it if it doesn't go well we're gonna freeze you again it's probably an all or nothing kind of but but technically they also they do a whole um system uh, a rehabilitation system like a subconscious kind of thing yes so you would think that it would just be like Oh, he's been in there forty years. Yep, he, he should. He's good now because we gave him all this knowledge to get better. Yeah, you really want to need it. I mean, it's not like it's not like a normal. Pr- Anyways, yeah, I mean, sorry, we're like reading too, yeah, too into this shit. Into demolition man. <laughs> uh, so the must make sense. The the old timer who's still working there, Zachary Lamb, is like it's Phoenix. He's a criminal, the likes of which you've never seen. You bunch of pussies they keep saying that yet like in the first scene he didn't seem very intimidating he just like stallone beat him up really easy and it's like you know oh yeah but i mean that's tough to them okay you're right but i'm just like you just like at this point simon phoenix doesn't seem that tough to me it's like that's stallone true got yeah, him, like, with that. no effort at all oh, right, really right. True. the fight scene between them was nothing it's like pin him once and he's done i'm like okay no. <laughs> right literally yeah not to but yes i guess Comparatively, that would be more than they threw bubble wrap at him, and, yeah. and Phoenix was like, "Owie!" <laughs> pop, 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 pop. <laughs> so they uh, realize that uh, Phoenix has killed somebody else, and they track down the other person's car and they follow it to where he's gone to. Um, but then again, the cops are just they're giant pussies, and they all get their asses handed to them. They just he just he kicks all their, there's like six or seven of them, and he just kicks all their asses right. and kills one of them using the anti graffiti system on the wall. I like that scene though, because it was fun watching the cop like watch the instructional, like how to like arrest him and shit, because they didn't yes. know how to do it. So that was good. I like that. that. And that was, that was another thing too. It's, it's, it's almost like the instructional videos you can get on YouTube, yeah. where he's like he's like how to arrest someone, <laughs> you know, typing into YouTube, and YouTube's like first tell them to get on the ground. Um, <laughs> so the uh, Phoenix gets away, 
And Huxley turns and asks Zachary Lamb, the old timer, again. He goes, "How did they arrest Phoenix to begin with?" And he said, "Let them know that Spartan was the one who did it." So she decides to uh, thaw out Spartan to help them stop Phoenix, uh, because Raymond Cocteau <laughs> uh, t- 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 told them to use anything and you know any means necessary to apprehend Phoenix. So they were like, "Well, we can thaw out Spartan because it's an old timey criminal." So we need an old-timey cop to bring him down. Absolutely. So that's what they do. So concerned they have no means to do it themselves. The only right. means is to get somebody else. I would them. love to see how much shit this city would turn to if they didn't do this. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just he would take over. It, it was, it he, I think eventually Benjamin Bratt would have, you know, stood up to Phoenix. You think? Yeah. No, no kidding. No, yeah. who, who would it have been? Would it have been Huxley? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe Sandra Bullock was ready to kick some ass. She was. So she had her Jackie Chan movies that she was watching. Yeah. So she learned some some self-defense right. techniques. They also missed a really good opportunity in this when uh, his friend, the black guy cop, like, when they unthawed Spartan, he could have said, This is Spartan! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You know? That would have been amazing. I mean, this movie was after 300. I mean, not really, but, you know, in the future, after 300. When did so. 300 come out? I think it was like, was it? I don't remember. Way after this movie. Yeah. 2000s. So, yeah, I was say, I thought it was later. So they, um, and, and Zachary Lamb was the helicopter pilot that we sort, of, we sort of cobbled together. He was the helicopter pilot. From the beginning of the from film. From the beginning of the film right. who dropped off um, Spartan yep. on top of the building. Yep. Um, Which isn't really told very well it's no but uh, I, you, I, here's the thing though the guy should have been with Salone a little bit more in he the should film. have it's the editing man there probably yeah. more shit just left out because it was just kind of like I'll wait here with the car it, I'm not going to follow you guys it's like there, dude there he would have went with him and had some action there was a thing about that um, because I mentioned before to you guys before, when we were watching the movie, there was a lot of editing issues that this was like it's, the third round of editing they, yeah. they had done two cuts originally and the, and the um, was it Warner Brothers was like I don't like this do it again they, 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 they came, came back and they're like, I don't like it, do it again. So they got somebody else to come in and do it. Because the first cut, I guess, was like a little over two hours long, yes. which is insanity. And I guess there's uh, a scene where uh, Zachary Lamb stays with the car, but Salming comes up and it turns out he kills Zachary Lamb. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad they cut that. Yeah. Because I like that guy. Man. Yeah. Now I want to watch the director's cut of that. Yeah, I, so, I kind of I, I want to see what they what they had done there. To be honest, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. No, I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, Spartan gets thought out, and he gets told that San Angeles uh, is a combination of former Los Angeles, San Diego, and Santa Barbara. They're in the downtown of what was Los Angeles. So I mean, he's just right where he was basically. But it's a peaceful utopia, and the police are no longer equipped to deal with violent crime. So Spartan, he finds the future super depressing and, and oppressive. Human behavior is tightly controlled. Physical contact and swearing are illegal. And anything else that's deemed bad is also banned. Likewise, others on the police force find Spartan's behavior brutish and uncivilized. Which, I mean, it just he sounds like a human compared to all these people. They, but, they refer to him as the caveman. Yeah. You this primate. turns into the action version of the fish-out-of-water story, you know. Oh, there you go. So Spartan says that he'll help, um, 
and Joe, what's your time? Oh, great. He, we got he, the... he comes out of the bathroom at one point, and he looks at Huxley, and he says that they're, they're out of toilet paper, and they all start laughing, and they're like, ah, he doesn't know how to use the three seashells. Which is rude. It is. It's I, super rude. Why would you do that to someone who just took a shit and came out with a... It's fucking Rob Schneider. Yeah. He's annoying all the time, no matter what he's in, so... He's annoying in this movie. He's annoying in every movie. He was useless in this movie. Yeah, on so many literally. levels. Yeah, he really He's was. He's useless in every movie. <laughs> he was. The fact that that guy got some starring roles just disturbs me. He was in Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo, right? That was all right. Was I didn't it? mind was him in that. Okay, okay. I didn't mind him in that movie. How about the but, animal? No, the animal. Or the hot chick? No, no. Oh, the hot chick! God. Jesus, uh, I couldn't watch that. Uh, so, I, I love the uh, the South Park parodies. Have you seen those? With the, Rob the, Schneider with ones? Rob? No, no. Keep talking, I'll find them. Okay. <laughs> so how does the three seashells work? You said you, you know this. Yeah, okay, so here's another thing that Demolition got right. So basically it's a bidet, okay? The, the seashells? The seashells is a bidet. Okay. So you have your toilet, you still have your toilet seat. Yeah. Obviously, because you saw it in the movie. It was kind of like silverish, yeah. what have you. So one of, the, one of the seashells, the very first one is like if you have a number one. Okay. Second one is if you have a number two. So you sit down there and the water's just going to spray out your ass. And the third one is to play music. So literally, it could have be, become a Beats by Dre kind of thing. <laughs> how, well, how does that work? So, or, or are they like so buttons? You, they're buttons. Oh, that you push down on. Oh. That's, that's the three seashells. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's anticlimactic. I, yeah, I know, right? That's the whole oh. thing. Somebody asked Sandra Bullock this on a red carpet somewhere. Yeah, and she gave the answer, and it's like it's like duh. Oh, alrighty. It's just a bidet. So if Stallone would have sat down and started pushing the three seashells, <laughs> he, would have, he would have cleansed his ass. <laughs> Instead, he has an uncomfortable conversation with the dirty ass. You know, the fucking, he's probably got the little turtle head poking Yeah, out. that's what I was saying. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's like he's getting those tickets just to wipe his ass. I'm like, well, clearly. And that, had, that had to have been the most uncomfortable ass wiping of all time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, cause, like, cause I, he... I just I, I papered him my taint. You know what oh, I mean? It's like, gross. Fuck. Yeah, because he has to go up to the machines. They're swearing. Yeah, he says duck fuck. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, kind of love that. I, I saw something online. I thought it was going to be this, where they said that the, you grab two of the seashells and you use them to like grab the turd out of your ass. Oh, <laughs> <And laughs> which would have been fantastic. And I was like, that's gross, but like, <laughs> were, were you people were using them? Like, it makes so much sense, but how do you clean your ass? Yeah. 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 Oh. That, that's why the bidet just works. Because if you take a piss, the first one just flushes the toilet. Yeah. Well, that's all it does. After you even take a shit, too, yeah. use that one flushes the toilet. Okay. Second one, that's one that's going to rinse out your ass. Okay. If you want to listen to music while this is happening, you just press the third one. <laughs> I do love the, uh, the, the, the is it Japanese? Anyway, the, the foreign toilets, the ones that are like the bidet things, that they have like a million buttons. They like give you a back rub when you're While taking a While you're taking a, a dump? Yeah. I don't get it. Have you I've, never seen those? No. That I seems so awkward. I, I, I agree. Especially if you have like a bad case of raging diarrhea and you accidentally <laughs> hit the wrong button it starts massaging your back like violently and you're like, oh my God, stop. All of a sudden, just, all of a sudden just start it? squeezing turds out of you and you're like, wait, wait, don't stop. Don't stop. Hang on. Oh shit, that would be horrible. <laughs> Have you ever been in one of those massage chairs where yes. it's like so violent, like it feels like you're gonna piss blood the next morning? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, like so rub it against your kidneys and shit. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. Because you, it's, 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 it's almost like you have to like really contain like how, yes. how hard you're leaning against it. Absolutely. If, if you don't 
try to not lean too hard, then yeah, all of a sudden you're just going to be pissing blood. And and if you're at a certain age like me and you have, you know, bitch tits or whatever, they're all like kind of <laughs> flopping around. It's not the most fucking attractive looking fucking thing out there. Because it literally is pushing you like out of the chair. I'm like, yeah. please, please stop. Why are you, why <laughs> don't, so, don't do that. I, please stop. Here's Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, derp de derp. Derp de derpity derpy derp. Until one day, a derp a derp a derp a derp. Derp de derp. Dutilito. From the creators of Derp and Tum de Tiddly Dumpy Derp, Rob Schneider is de derp de derp de tiddly derpy derpy derp. Rated PG 13. There's actually yeah. there's like four of them before that. It's like, Rob awesome. Schneider is a carrot. Send me that link. <laughs> that that was his best performance, right there. <laughs> dip. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Why well, I love him in this movie too. He almost does a skit from Saturday Night Live. Like, is that that's the copy like guy? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, God, is that dumb and annoying? Why would you do that? Yeah. No, he's useless in this. I've never. And Stallone yeah. liked it. It must like him because he fucking Judge had him in Judge Dredd. I'm like, why? And he was annoying as he, all hell. I, I mean, he's got. He's he, annoying in every movie. I, he's got to be just like behind the scenes, like a nice guy or something. Yeah, yeah something like that, or yeah. gives people money. And <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Like, sucking hey, Stallone. Played Chunk, <laughs> he played Ho Chunk Casino a year or two ago. Really? Oh, did he really? Oh, that's right. I was there. That was forgettable. I was there. I was. There. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't go. So we we know how the three seashells work, and um, so from there, Spartan says that he knows that Phoenix is going to go secure a firearm, but the the chief is like, no, he's going to set up a drug ring. He's like, no, he's going for a gun, and the chief yells at Spartan. He says that Spartan's idea is stupid, and that the only place that you can even view a firearm is at the museum, ah. and, and they have like. Dun, dun, dun. And then, so they, they quick I'm cut to him with fully loaded weapons. <laughs> exactly. Makes no fucking sense. So naturally, they quick cut to Phoenix at the museum, and he's going through. And he's getting guns at the museum. So Spartan and Huxley and what's Benjamin Bratt's character? I don't even. I don't know his name. No. He's yeah. Benjamin Bratt. Does he even mention Benjamin, his name? Uh, at one point, Smiley. He smiles. He's Smiley. So at one point, uh, all three of them in, or two of them and Smiley head down, and the Phoenix is already there. Um, and on the way down, they're listening to the oldies or oh. classic station, whatever that's called. But they're like, oh, this is our favorite song. You call, you know them as commercials, but we know them as oldies. And then they start playing this song. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. What kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? So, so the stomach. It's just messed up. Kids, kids, kids. Even we got kids two more minutes of this, so plug it in. Kids with chicken Is it the dog's kids love to bite? I don't. The dog's kids love to bite. That's weird. That oh, that entire song is weird. But this is from a commercial. This yeah, is, this that's is legit. Like a, Never heard of it. This is that a is legit a thing. Awesome I, I think jingle. I said nineteen. Was it twenty six? I don't know. Nineteen twenty six. Christ, I don't that's, think that's, that's right. That's a little dated. Sixty two. It was probably sixty two. I'm not dyslexic. Shut up. Oh, you're, you're fine. <laughs> so they get down there, and Phoenix and Spartan they have a fight in their armory naturally, um, and Phoenix ends up getting like Momasu a rail gun too. Yeah, which is not. I mean, it's, man, yeah. it's fun. I mean, it works. It's, it's it's his future gun, but he has the dumbest line in there where he's like, "Wait a minute, this is the future." 
We're on a phaser gun and shit. <laughs> no, and he just he delivers it about as well as I just did there. Maybe even worse. And it's like, yeah. it's missed. Uh, no. And he literally just looks to the left and, uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, like, Ooh, there's, there's there's a oh, I got the future gun. So in the fight, they end up in this like weird 90s recreation of what the 90s is supposed to be. But it's just, it looks like a shitty cave system with like some shops in it. Yes. Yeah. And like a broken taxi. And you're like, okay. Like, uh, okay. Phoenix escapes during their fight. Oh, and that's where he... Uh, has the great line of delivers a line with his, the delivers his line where he swings a TV at Phoenix and he goes, "You're on TV." <laughs> He, he, apparently he's southern now. You're on TV. <laughs> You're on TV. That's why I don't do voices. No, that was good. Uh, so Phoenix escapes, and on his way out, he encounters Raymond Cocteau. Uh, the say that again. The, <laughs> Cocteau. <laughs> Sir Nigel Hawthorne. Yeah, played by Sir Nigel Hawthorne. Where's um, Cocteau? And uh, apparently, oh yeah, so, and Cocteau's assistant is Associate Bob, who is played by Glenn Shaddix, the guy who played Otho from Beetlejuice. And also, Cocteau, um, or <laughs> Nigel Hawthorne, <laughs> sorry, no, 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 it's okay, because I was giggling too. Uh, I guess he didn't get along well with Stallone and Snipes. I mean, oh, I, I prob- guess. Probably not good to not get along with the two stars of a movie. Exactly. I mean, it's like, you need all three of them to do this movie. Yes. And- so, yeah, but I guess they just, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. He seems like a douche. I don't know yeah, him from anything bit, else, yeah. but he just, I mean, he was playing the character, but he played it well, so it just seemed like a monstrous douche. You're a douche sir and you're stuck in Demolition Man. That says something <laughs> for your career right now. It, was, it said something like he was doing this to try to show that he can do movies so he could get another role or something. Is that right? Uh, yeah. That's. I, I'll see if I can find that, that what it was. see what he did after that. Yeah. Um. But Phoenix come to find out he can't shoot cocktail. Uh, for some reason, he just he, he tries to pull the trigger and he just he just can't. And this is where we start to see that there's a a grandmaster plan that's going on behind the scenes um, that cocktail is responsible for Phoenix escaping, and he's put like some subliminal things in there so that Phoenix can't actually shoot or hurt Correct. cocktail. Forgot he was he was nominated for an Oscar two years later for the Madness of King George. Yeah, that was the movie. That was the movie that he was trying to get into. Well, he did. Good yeah. for him. Yay. I can't believe Demolition Man got him there. There's that happy ending. That's it's like man to, to get here. Well, he died less than ten years later, so it wasn't. Much oh, there you go. That's a sad story now. Who? Jeez. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, sad. Way to go, Tom. You brought this bad down. Mouth <laughs> you say, you, your notes say seems like a douche to me. I didn't say that. <laughs> Those were your lies, cocktail. That's that's yes. He does seem like a douche to me. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're not really sorry. No, no, I'm not. But the whole reason he even did this is because he. And this is the most convoluted idea ever, too. Is that he wants to use cocktail wants to use Phoenix to assassinate Edgar Friendly, who's the leader of the resistance group called the Scraps. But I huh? th- yeah, I don't. I don't that's get like the plot a, on that. That's using a nuke on ants, isn't it? Right. That's just so stupid. It's so yeah, convoluted. The plot doesn't hold up to scrutiny at all. Not. Um, and so, uh, is it because uh, they kept stealing food from Taco Bell? I think so. Is that why? Yeah, because they said that that's the only remnants of a, a, a seedy mm-hmm. underbelly in the city. Yeah. So they had to get rid of it. But why are you stealing for Taco Bell if you're making rat burgers? You know you what could, I'm saying? Uh, I mean, you get tired of eating rat burgers. 
I'd rather have Taco Bell. Yeah, but it's still, if there's no cows around, what, what, what aren't you serving rat? What if they're running out of rats? Yeah, but what what kind of meat are you getting from Taco Bell? Taco Bell. It's the rats. Taco Bell was the sole survivor of the franchise wars. <laughs> the franchise wars. Well, I wish this movie was called The Franchise Wars. And, and to that note, too, um, Spartan apparently is, is the one responsible for running off Phoenix, so Cocteau invites him and Lenina Huxley to a lovely dinner at Taco Bell. And it works. It does. With your entertainment of Dan Cortez. Yes. So we get, yeah. Yeah, so they pull up. <laughs> Singing the Jelly Green Giant song, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. This movie is so all over the place. It's just, uh... I mean, he, like, knew the producer or the director or something, and so they threw him in there. So, yeah, they show up, and there's a guy singing a jelly, uh, Valley of the Jelly Green Giant uh, oldies classic commercial. <laughs> and it's, it's Dan Cortez. This is all playing on the piano. Um, You're saying that to anybody that's un, like younger than us. Like, who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good point. We should, do we need to like really clarify who Dan Cortez is? Because I kind of forgot. Like, I remember he was the MTV. He was guy. on MTV. Do you guys even remember MTV? Oh yeah. I mean, no, I'm talking to the oh, audience. Oh, to the audience. If you guys don't, uh, MTV was music. Yeah, they probably don't know what it means. You probably oh. have to say what the M means. I mean, there's there's a lot of MTV is still there, but you know what they do? They just play things like 16 and Pregnant. So it's just like, oh, yeah, this, this is yeah. awesome. But MTV back in the day, that was pretty cool. Yeah, MTV cool. back in the day was cool. And they had Dan Cortez. I think he was in charge of like the like sports section or something. I should have looked it yes. up. Yes. Is that right? Looked. I think I, now that I, he mentioned that, I remember that. I, so- used to, I love me some remote control. I love that show. Yeah. Remote control. So they get there and they're having dinner. John Spartan's being his normal, you know, awesome self where mm-hmm. he's just insulting everybody. And um, the, the, the scraps show up and they're trying to steal the delivery of food. Um, from Taco Bell, Spartan sees that this is going on, and he goes out there to try and stop them. Um, and as he's he's fighting everybody, he has some some fun one-liners. I like the one where he the other the other one-liner is he says, "You're gonna regret you're gonna regret this for the rest of your life." Both seconds of them. It's <laughs> like what? what? Then he proceeds to fight the guy for like thirty seconds. It's like you're an idiot. You yeah. didn't get that right well, at all. Well, it's about as good as I've been dreaming about killing you for forty years. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Wait, why do you? Why was he <laughs> Did you just destroy? That's awesome. <laughs> Keep <Shit>. dreaming. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Well, it's funny though. One of the guys that he goes up and he's about to punch you in the face. He, he, that dude sounded like a child. He's like, don't hurt me. Yeah, he did. And then he dropped like a cube full of like uh, powdered. Some, cubes of some yeah, shit yeah. Taco Just, Bell or what are those the square Taco Bell tomatoes it's pro- Maybe. probably the Keep Dreaming know. line was bad but Tarantino kind of stole it from Reservoir Dogs you kill me in a dream you better wake up and apologize there you go uh, so they have uh, they, they have the fight and then uh, Spartan ends up letting the, the guy go because yeah. he realizes that they're just trying to get food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some weird maybe cube shit from Maybe Taco Kelly Bell. can come back on when we do Showgirls. Oh man. <laughs> We oh. we need to do that. We need a Are woman. We, we need show? a woman's point of view. And no, so man, no. it's just going to be boobs after boobs in that. It's the one movie that after a while you're like, can you put put some clothes on. I said the same thing. <laughs> I remember Joe bought that on Laserdisc for like fifty bucks. Yeah, and, and, and Tom was like, and Tom was like, fuck you, dumb motherfucker. I'm like, so you coming over to watch it? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'll be there. I think I said, can I borrow that, Joe? <laughs> yeah, right. And then Joe's like, don't get anything on it. Yeah. Oh my Why god. Why is it so sticky? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, what we talked about too, Taco Bell is not uh, super well liked or known outside of the U.S. So in the foreign cuts of the film, they replaced Taco Bell with Pizza Hut, but they did a real shitty job. So I guess are there I, images I, of this? I, I didn't look okay. it up. Do they CGI like pizza on their plates and stuff? <laughs> I bet they did. 
I bet 100%. I bet you they did. Because um, not really Taco Bell, too many logos, are there? There's not too many Taco Bell logos. All on the side of the vehicles. Yeah, I guess there were. On there the were side of the building. That's right. There were Apparently, some. there's one where it's like all, where he goes outside and starts fighting, and everyone runs to the window. And in the overseas version, like they cut to everybody, like, you know, press up to the window, and it's just two giant Taco Bell logos there. And they're like, it's like, how did you have like one scene there, you there to do it this is. in? And they really? fucked it up. Kind of like fucking horrible. Look at that. I thought you were... Yeah. There it is. Pizza Hut. <laughs> so they just slapped well, it on the... Well, it's not... Okay. I could get I could get behind that. It's almost like the um the mag- magnet that you put on the side yeah, of the thing. Yeah, literally. That's funny. Look at that. Like I said, it reminds me of like Harold and Kumar and shit, how they went to everything and like nobody would take them except for White Castle. So, oh, like, really? I could really go for a White... Nobody likes White Castle. Yeah, no, White Castle is what you get when you want to have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the pizza that's sign outside yeah. of Taco Bell, okay. outside the building. That, that is bright white. They right, really, white, but I mean, it's it's well done for 93, yeah, and it's not yeah, bad. No, no, it's not too bad. Look at that. So after the heist, uh, Huxley and Spartan head back to, like, it's not, that's, I guess, their apartment building. I, yeah. it, it, I don't are, understand yeah. that. Or, 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 Ikea? Or, or the Ikea the building, Ikea as Joe building? called it. Yeah. And uh, they get there, and, and Huxley says that there's a, a, a common... There's a well-known fact that, you know, arousal and violence are go hand-in-hand, hand, so she asks uh, to have sex. So yeah. Basically, she, she's fucking horny after that display of violence he had there. Yes. Oh, yeah, because she wants action, man. Yes. And, and for those of you getting excited about seeing Sandra Bullock naked, don't get excited. There are movies at this point. They're definitely not Sandra they're, Bullock. Yeah, movies. they're definitely, they, they look like bolt-ons, for sure. Just, I'm sure it's probably the same lady that showed her tits. Uh, they, they're the coming car. up, yeah, 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 two minutes after sure. that. Joe, Joel Silver personally supervised the auditions for well, those roles, he as he always does. And, yeah, and have, have a seat on the sofa. <laughs> hey, Halle Berry, here's two hundred fifty grand. Show me your tits. Yeah, take take top off. True story. What is? The Halle Berry, you know, thing. Joel oh, Silver yeah. hasn't talked her into it. Is so. that is that how it went down? Yeah. All right. It was Joel Silver. Jesus, Joel Silver. That's what I've heard. Okay. I can, uh, I can buy that. And I'm in the know on this stuff, so <laughs> I was involved in that decision. <laughs> Hang on, talk amongst was, yourselves for a second. Okay, 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 I'm in ready. the casting room on the casting couch. <laughs> the casting couch. <laughs> you, you know what the casting couch is. Yeah, no, I, the black leather couch. You talking about that one? <laughs> this is the one in uh, the office? I don't know what you're talking about, don't ask. Um, uh, but yeah, the video that they made for this VR thing, it's super weird. It's like all, It looks like they're do, banging in a fun house with like strobe lights it's, and weird colors. It's not erotic in the least. No, no it's really it's not. freaky. They show everything from like uh, John Spartan's point of view, uh, where it's like Sandra Bullock, which I'm glad that they did that, rather than showing like, I, I what she saw. Said, I still would have liked to have seen just Stallone looking stupid with a bunch of strobe lights going off. <laughs> just to see those facial expressions. Yeah. It would have been awesome if somehow they could have just kind of mixed up the scene from the specialist in there when he's like stretching, doing his yoga. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been hilarious. Maybe that's why Warner Brothers cut it or uh, didn't like the first cut is because they were like, maybe not do the sex scene with him. He looks awkward. (laughs) And so uh, he says, "Eh, why don't we just bump uglies the old fashioned way? And then she kicks him out for it. She does. So he returns to his room and ends up knitting her sweater as means of an apology. But is that, do you think that's due to editing? Because when she, okay, if he was staying there, is this like the first time they brought him to his actual apartment? Yes. 
Right? Is that why he was just kind of like shocked? Like, yeah, yeah, because he because he walked in and he fell down right away because he forgot to turn the lights on. Just, There's like the hole in the ground, which goofy. I don't understand either. Yeah, that's kind of what you just sit. Super weird. Chill out. That's like your yeah. living room kind of thing. Yeah. So he sits down, and, and while he's in there, he sits down. He's gonna watch the the mini disc of. Uh, Cocteau being a <laughs> I got Tom laughing at it. Cocteau being uh, assaulted by uh, Phoenix, and when he sits down to do that, he's like about to start knitting too, and he gets a video phone call, and that's when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that's a titty. Fully, man, that is an official fully. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it, it was it was a nice surprise. It was. It was yeah. just, video phone call comes in. And it's just this lady, just topless, like in her shower, like just and she's like, uh, "You're not who I thought you were." Yeah, yeah. She puts yeah. a towel on quick and she was, looking for, she was looking for Martin. It's like just whoa, whoa, whoa. That's where I hit star sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully that's not the last time I hear sixty nine that evening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that lady actually went on to do other things. Her name is Brandy Ledford, and she was she's it's been in. She, she went on to do porn. No, no, no. She was she was in like a lot of other things actually. Surprisingly, look really? at if you look it up, I think it just uh, says like her name is like video call girl, or video phone girl, or something, and on the IMDb of this. All right. So he's Good for her. you have to start somewhere, <laughs> right? Great start. Uh, so he watches the video and he sees what happens between Cocteau and Phoenix, and he sees that Phoenix actually chose not to kill Cocteau, so he knows that something's going on. We're gonna like count at the end of this episode how many times you say Cocteau. <laughs> well, just, what's funny about that whole thing? <laughs> it's is, gonna be like eighty-seven. I, I, I'm trying to see if there's a different way I can say it too, but it's just like no, now it's just Cocteau. Cocteau. I still love <laughs> that whole scene that Spartan's watching is shot from multiple camera angles. Yeah, when it's supposed and to be it security edit, footage, right, it, it should just be one. Yeah. You know, a, a continuous shot. That's yes. it. Yeah. There's no zoom in that shit. No. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, that seems like a very blatant overlook on their part. Like, I, I understand what they're trying to do, but right, still. But still, yeah. yeah. doesn't make any sense. So, the next morning, Spartan gives Huxley the sweater, and she explains that during cryo sleep... Should have been underwear. Should have said Yeah, I like Joe's it. idea. Crotchless panties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you imagine? Why is there a hole yeah. in these? Is that so I can pee? Well, the, the first yes. thing the first thing she did was sniff it. So, <laughs> see, ya, I'm telling you, it should have been you underwear. See, you see him later sniffing the the panties, yeah. and it's just and she's like, "I've worn those, you know." He's like, "I can tell." <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Can you tell me why there's a hole in here? Can you tell me how the three seashells work? You see, that could have been his end yeah, right? to get a clean ass because this entire movie, Spartan has swamp ass. He does. <laughs> you know, he never showered. Do you know what I'm saying? He never found that toilet paper. No, man. Yeah, he, he wiped it with tickets. He gets he gets thawed out. Same with Phoenix. I don't think either of them showered. That probably smelled oh, so bad. Yeah. Then, then he was like covered Rungy. in tires. Yeah. Uh, that's right. We should also note by this point, Phoenix is just gone from the movie for 45 minutes. Yeah, because yeah, I can say it's like, where the fuck is Simon Phoenix? He's like not even in this movie yeah, anymore. Because he started filming Pastor 57. <laughs> I've got a film Rising Sun, damn it. So we find out that... <laughs> What a great movie. Spartan. Boiling point. But of course you are, Dale. <laughs> or whatever the fucking uh, line was from Sean Connery. <laughs> so we find out here that Spartan has is a seamstress. And that's like that's like his skill that they implanted while he was in his cryo prison. <laughs> He's a seamstress. <laughs> I'm sorry. Isn't that funny? I, yeah. I don't know how they came up with that either. It's just, I mean, they were like, because they were like, oh, you know, it's based on, like, what we know of you. And it's like, how did you get the seamstress? 
I don't know. Anyways, so he's mad about that, and he's like, well, wait a minute. Do you think he opens up an Eddie Bauer shop after this? That would be actually He has his own Etsy page? Right. Yeah. I'm telling you. He should have been an artiste because Stallone paints in real life. Does he? So he could have like done some of his paintings. There we go. Hitler painted in real life. <laughs> so you're comparing Stallone to Hitler. I don't know. I, might, I think I might be. You just did. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. I don't know. You clearly haven't seen Stop or Mumble Shoot. I, I, was, I think I had a I joke like somewhere painting, to go with that. I like painting pictures of regular people. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Go for it. <laughs> So they look up what um, Phoenix's uh, rehabilitation program is. It's just been replaced with like combat training and like torture methodology and all this shit, uh, so that he can actually escape and, and then do what he's doing. So they know that something is a foul here. So that he and Huxley head down to go see um, uh, Raymond Cocteau. 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 Uh, so they they head down to talk to him, and um, naturally Spartan threatens Cocteau. And um, he, Cocktail says, you got to take, take Spartan back to prison, which they, which they don't do. Uh, Spartan knows that Phoenix is actually probably in the sewers because they can't find him anywhere. And they know that in the sewers, the, the cops are too scared to go down there, which because it's, it's gross and icky and dark. So naturally, <laughs> but every yeah. time somebody opens it, they're like, whoa. Mm, love that smell. Yeah. Me of, what it smells like? Gravy. Grandma's cooking or something. It smells, it smells it's like with, biscuits and gravy. Yeah, it's it like what? Why? It makes no sense. There's so many lines in this movie. I'm like, huh? But, but most of them were from Phoenix too. That we're like, what? Yeah. What are you saying? It just, yeah. Does it, do you think that was Snipes trying to like improvise and not doing well, or do you think they were actually written that shitty? Wow. Pretty sure he could have improvised some of that. If he stuff. improvised that, 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 that's on him for sucking because it's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, st- even um, Stallone's character, Spartan, does the same thing when he gets down there. He could have opened it and said, mm-hmm. "Smells like Spartan's ass." <laughs> Maybe that's it. Since he's shit, and doesn't know how to use the three. Smells like Spartan's swamp ass down here. Phoenix would be in the same boat though, too, right? Well, yeah, man, that's just. Maybe gross. somebody explained to him how the seashells worked, and he was able to wipe his ass. Maybe. Uh-huh. I would just be doing a shower. Well, Spartan didn't get to shower because he didn't get to go home. Unless they have showers at the... They must have had showers at the, the police ca- police place. Like police I building. said, that was like a 30-year-plus shit in his ass that I was stuck in there for a while. So. <laughs> Gross, man. That's, why, that's why he was using that big probe stick that he had. <laughs> Can't even imagine. So while they're down in the sewers, <laughs> Spartan meets up with the scraps. Cairo um, ass. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Demolition Man 2. Three seashells in 3D. <laughs> Three in your ass. <laughs> Sorry. It's wipe time. We, oh, we had a little conversation too earlier about how they were using the uh, the, the glow rod to, <laughs> to, to shove the turd back in his ass, too. The cocktail rod? Yeah, the, co- the cocktail rod. Cocktail. This is going to be a great ASMR for people, too. Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. What uh, <laughs> just happened? I don't Sometimes, sometimes you just got to go with it, all right? Go. Um, so they... Phoenix is, has like his group of hooligans, which which apparently has Jack, is one of them is Jack Black. Allegedly so. I didn't notice that until I saw the yeah, credits. I, like well, Jack I'm Black's like, name popped up, and it was like, yeah, he yeah, was we're acting. Have to then. find that again. Yeah. And, but then Jesse Ventura is one of them mm-hmm. as well. He's got some weird ponytail that's just on the back of his head. And some I guess. and some woman is just stroking his head for for no reason. Yeah. So. I mean, because Jesse likes again. I feel like there's just so much cut out of this movie that like Jesse Ventura is pointless in this movie. He absolutely is, but he does kill one character. He does. Shh! Don't tell the people too. It's gonna break your heart because you won't be able to say his name anymore. (laughs) And it is sad. I'll find. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Um, 
but so Edgar Friendly and Spartan are talking at like their local watering hole bar or whatever, and up above them is Phoenix <laughs> looking down at them, right? Yes. And he's got like all of his gang of like ten people behind them with guns, and they're like, "Well, guess we get two for one." They start shooting, and they hit no one. Right. Yeah. It's like what? He's terrible aim. Yeah. Sorry. Terrible. Aim. No. How is that even possible? Because the way like, he holds the fucking gun, he shakes it when he sprays the bullet. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, like I'm watching like an old like, episode of G.I. Joe, the cartoon. It's like nobody ever got yeah. shot in the yeah. show. Yeah, there you go. That was bad. I love that they sat around like a pool table and a bunch of pretzels spread pretzels. out. Pretzels, yeah. Pretzels. We do one thing down here in the sewers, we eat pretzels, damn it. That's all, that's all, we, that's all we can make down here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, they can also make rat burgers. Rat burgers. Rat burgers. So there's a great scene where... At least they have beer. They still have beer. Yeah, well, I mean, I, have a feeling, sure I mean, beer. Beer is one of those things, though, too. Where you know why beer was actually even invented? Why? <laughs> to get drunk? <laughs> that, that was great. Joe just turned to me. He's like, I don't. I really don't give a shit. I see you. you're asking me questions. So I'm gonna respond with why. I'm not taking your advice on anything. You don't know what a pizza cutter is. So. Yeah, <laughs> but know, you know beer. I know what it is. Steve I just knows beer. Didn't have a good reason to use it. A smart way to use it. Brain dumb. No, beer. Beer was originally actually made to as a means to purify water because like back in the day the water like people knew that you drank it you got sick but they knew that if you did this whole fermenting process and boiling mm-hmm. and all that really they just needed to boil the water but then they realized that if you did this other thing it would taste good and then you would get drunk too very nice and so it was a, it was a means of like getting drunk and actually being hydrated i guess i'm glad they figured that shit out when we weren't around yep no shit right <laughs> man um, going up in the middle you know Medieval times and shit. Yeah, like, they, oh my god! They also, yeah. when you had to go to the bathroom, you had to grab the family rag. Yeah. <laughs> John just turned away. Like, no, why do you know this? These are things that I know. These Wait, are things- that's not the towel. <laughs> that's my face washcloth. I have been using that for months or something else. Um, oh, that'd, that'd be so oh, bad. Could you imagine? Okay, no, anyways, I couldn't. Anyways, well, there's corn on it. Why is there corn on your goddamn towel? There's a little brown on your nose. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we should also note here that this Phoenix... smells like shit! <laughs> God. Phoenix has two different colored eyes, one blue and one brown. So he's obviously wearing... He's wearing a blue contact, right? He has a brown eye. <laughs> Man, this is, this is just one turd-filled conversation we were having. That's usually where we go. And Joe That's will tell right. some shit story shortly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Lots of corn. Uh, but he come when he when so there's a fight scene. Phoenix escapes again, and as he's coming up out of the sewers, his blue eye instead of being on the left, it's on the right now. What? How do you mess that up that bad? Yeah, I think it just it got to a point probably on set that like it, it doesn't just, matter. Just, just put just, the fucking thing in. We doesn't matter. Go. None of this matters. Uh, so a lot of this movie's haphazard and just kind of feels like it's thrown together. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, how do we get to point A to B? And it just there's not much to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's a big chunk in the middle where it's just like, what the hell is going on? Feels like they were padding a lot. It's funny. It's funny this movie is two hours because it feels like they padded the ninety minutes they had. Yeah, they did. Literally. So, uh, Phoenix uh, is taunting Spartan as they're having this car chase. Spartan has jumped onto Phoenix's car. They're having a fight inside of the vehicle, and Phoenix actually reveals that in 1996, the bus with all the hostages that he had already killed them. So they were they were just cold. That's why the thermal scans didn't show anything. So he spent thirty six years in prison for no reason. Well, that's just a shocker because we never would have guessed that. Yeah, no, right. no shit, right? Because he could have fought for himself when they were fucking yes. questioning him. Instead, yeah. he's like, he just, like, he just gave up on it. Whatever. Yeah, fuck. 
You know why? Because he wasn't happily married. It all makes sense. <laughs> he wanted to get away from he his just, wife. He's like, fuck it, freeze I'm me, done. please. I am so done with this shit. <laughs> imagine, imagine like when they tell him his wife is dead, he's like, yes! <laughs> I did it! Fantastic! I'm still young and she's gone. <laughs> Got nothing to hold me back Because he sure wanted to have sex with Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right he's all away. over that. You know, morning is done. He's like, with you? Here? What morning was yes. that? There was really no morning for him. If it's... No, they told him. He looked like he was slightly, slightly sad a little bit. Then he was like, fuck it. So, Look at these pipes, huh? <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. I got a shirt that says that. I'm excited to wear that this summer. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking good if I can just figure out how to get the <laughs> shit out of my ass. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I have a turd. Yeah, because if he was about to have now. sex with her, that, that was going to be some oh. stinky sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> you you oh, think poor, about that. Poor Huxley. Exactly. Oh, gross. Why, why am I going down <laughs> this, here? This is why she was so excited for the VR. She was like, I don't want to be anywhere near you. Your stinky ass. She's just like, I want to teach you something from my days. It's called tossing the salad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. Could you imagine that? Oh my god. She's like, it doesn't seem like a salad, just lots of corn. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Oh, get a mouthful, honey. It's white time. Good grace. God, this tastes like rat burger. Oh, Jesus, it'd have been better <laughs> if, Did if, you just if, get Jenny, that? if Jenny no. shows up and says that. Oh, this tastes awful. It tastes like a rat burger. <laughs> Where's Stefan? Jenny. Stefan's Jenny, in your Jenny, get out of here. Yeah. No one fucking likes you. Uh, Jenny go, sucks. Go find Ergo. <laughs> hey, to tie this back to Howland 2, it would have been awesome if like he got that vid phone and it was like Stierba ripping her, ripping her top <laughs> off. Oh, my God. Yes, that would have been, been amazing. And he's just like, whoa. <laughs> and they did it 48 times. Oh, the okay. Demolition Man. <laughs> and that guy could have done the soundtrack. Steve Parsons. <laughs> Steve Parsons. That would have been that would have been cool. So they have, they, they have the car chase scene. Phoenix gets kicked out of the car. Spartan ends up crashing, and his car turns into a cannoli. It's, just, it's like safety <laughs> foam, and it like locks him in place so he doesn't get hurt. Um, and then all of a sudden, the scraps show up above ground, and there's no reason for them to be there. No. So the, the Dennis Lear, no. Edgar friendly. He's like he's like he's like we've come to take a stand, and it's just like. You don't fucking do anything now. You, you just hand over weapons and then you stand around with the cops. Right. What were they doing? What was their whole stand about? Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. it. They just <laughs> didn't mean. like how the people were living, or they wanted. Uh, or, uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you if you were up top and you were like part of the cocktail plan, and right, and, and if you were below, that was just the old ways. Yeah, no. yeah. So, I, w- I would have preferred the sewer life, wouldn't you guys? I mean, I, it fucking kind of, kinda, yeah. kind of stinks down there. Get some showers, invest in that. It smells like biscuits and gravy. But I, b- I bet they have toilet paper down there. Yeah, so you don't have to the three seashells. Yeah, fuck no. There ain't no three seashells going on down in no, the sewer. No, there's, there's no way sewer that water and towel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sewer water and the family towel. Oh, oops, I accidentally <laughs> stuck my ass with a needle. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you used my shirt. <laughs> uh, God dang. So uh, they they Phoenix returns to Doctor Cocteau's lair with his men. The island of Doctor Cocteau. Island of Doctor Cocteau. <laughs> and uh, Marlon Brando on that shit. Oh my wow. god, that would be amazing. Do you know how amazing that would be? Oh god, he would can just you do, be can using you do somebody your, else's dirty towel. Can you do your uh, Doctor Moreau, your Marlon Brando? Well, I could do some Marlon Brando. You did a good Dr. Moreau. 
get to it. Keep okay, going. okay. Just so they get back you. there. For, and then uh, Phoenix is like, he's like, I'm tired of you. Someone please kill him for me. He throws a gun to Jesse Ventura. And, and Jesse Ventura just starts laughing his ass off. He's like, ah, ha, 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 <laughs> And he just shoots Cocteau. It's just like, well, now there goes my laughing at your name. And then they do the civil thing, pick him up and just throw him into the fire yeah. pit. I'm like, jeez, damn. <laughs> yeah, burn another log on the fire. Because they're cold. And then he already said, didn't you say like it was like 500 degrees in there? Yeah, room? apparently it was like 105 to 115 degrees in there because of that fire. I'm like, How? okay, maybe you guys could put in a couple fans? No? Do you think Do you think they made burgers? Who? Off the dead, dude? Oh. Like they went dead, the cocktail the, burgers? The, the guys, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cocktail burgers. Cocktail burgers. <laughs> It's disgusting. So somebody don't definitely cut off his dick and his toes. And they're like, I'm gonna make a cocktail burger. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that, sorry. Chunks of cock and everybody. Oh my god. So this is where it gets a little weird because there's the whole editing thing. But Spartan and Huxley show up the building and they fight all the cryocons that are left there. But there's only two of them. They find out that Phoenix, um, that or they, that the, so there's only the two guys that they fight. But he had like eight dudes. Yeah. It's because there's the, there's the editing and the continuity thing right. they just, it just kind of goes right out the window yeah, yeah. they just lost track of it uh, Spartan ends up haloing Huxley so knocks her out and then he goes to the cryo building because he knows that they're there trying to release all of the bad guys Tom's <laughs> so just like no. including Jeffrey Dahmer yes including Jeffrey Dahmer so they talk about thawing him out but at this point so he's already dead in real life but in 1994 is when he actually died. He died before the beginning of the movie, which was 1996. Yes, that's what it was. Movie was released in 93. <laughs> they talked about Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer died in 94, but then the movie was taking place, place in 1996. In I'm glad I have confused you Killed, all. what, about 20 miles from here in Portage? Was it, yeah, was it that's that, right. was only that part? No. Oh, okay. I went to a haunted house like three years ago, and the it, one guy was like, what do you think of the uh, the examination table in this one you know, part of the haunted house room? I was like... Like, yeah, that was spooky. He was like, "Yeah, that was the table that Jeffrey Dahmer was on when they had to do the Ooh. the dissection on him." That's kind of creepy. And I was just like, "I was like, oh man, that's crazy." He like went into like some detail. Yeah. And as we walked away, Kelly was like, "That's scary." I was like, "That's fucking false." <laughs> I was like, hundred percent. I guarantee you, that is not true." They do true. not have the room. This yeah. is this is Jeffrey Dahmer's guy. Yeah, look at that. Did you notice it hanging off the wall? What? So they get into the cryo prison, and Phoenix is trying to get everybody defrosted. He kills all the guards, and one of them is Dan Cortez again. Um, Spartan enters the prison, and he goes in alone to fight Phoenix, and he basically, you know, wrecks the building. Demolition Man again. And this this is a dumb point that I've noted here, but it's something worth worth mentioning, is that when I was younger, I watched this movie with my dad, right? And um, Spartan walks up to the door, and I think, Tom, you pointed it out. He's got, like, super veiny arms. Yeah. And it's just like he's been jacking off for like an hour already. <laughs> and for a guy that's been in, in yeah, he's been in like stasis for thirty years. And yeah, you know. and and he's got these bulging veins, and it's it's because on set they just start act, like exercising, like you just they, get all jacked up before they, the sequence, right? Exactly, because yeah. yep. they, they know if there's gonna be like a leg scene or like an arm scene, you want the biceps to look real good, right? So he'll just be sitting there just like pumping weights, and I, I actually saw a video of Chris Evans doing that on one of the on like the Avengers set as okay. well at one yeah. point like just most men close up makes sense just, yeah you know yeah um, if you gotta wear short shorts you start like stroking it a little bit just to get a little mm-hmm. bulge going there so. <laughs> okay 
funny story. It's related. Oh, no. One of the, the YouTube channels I watched, Gman Hunter, they did a movie where they had to wear these like tight onesies. And they were and like if you watch it, you're like, I can just I see your dick through that. <laughs> they, they had to they had to wear stunt dicks. The what? So yeah, they put on like this like underwear things underneath no it that had like cocks that like would lean to the okay. side. And yeah, because the, the guy talking about about wearing it, Michael's like, yeah, I'm not that big. Oh fuck no, that's yeah, no, <laughs> you're like, I'm no, not that big no, at all. No. At least you're honest. <laughs> There's all shoving cucumbers in there. Yeah, like, right. It's gonna really look good on camera. So Phoenix ends up grabbing this like gripper claw machine thing that you know you used to play the claw machine game. Yeah. And he traps Spartan in it. Exact <laughs> same thing. It'd be great to start picking up like teddy bears. And yeah, shit yeah, like that. yeah, right. There's like 30, 20 teddy bears the bouncy in there balls up hanging off the ceiling. So. And he starts trying to do target practice as he picks up Spartan and and he, and he never once hits him. And again, shitty aim, dude. That's just he the sits worst. there and he For being this extremely dangerous forth. criminal that is like the, the likes they've never seen, it's like he doesn't hit anybody. He just no. sucks sometimes, man. Um, then, then he picks up the laser cutter and he, that he used to cut out all the cryocons and in the process of doing and using that in the process of using that he ends up spraying the elephant jizz lube all over the place oh yeah and um, that's, that, that's the stuff that they used to encase the cryocons into and so Phoenix ends up being covered in the goo um, <laughs> the elephant goo elephant goo um, Spartan ends up grabbing one of the weird things that they use it's like it's like a freezy balls but that's what i wrote down freezy balls the weird freezy balls <laughs> weird freezy ball you say cocteau spray <laughs> it's, it's, it's the cocteau freezy ball and he slams it on the ground right in front of phoenix and so the little freezy ball thing hits the lube and starts going up phoenix and freezing him in place which is cool i and enjoyed yeah, that it was cool and it was a great I liked idea it. too I liked honestly that a lot. It was it was a good, good kill yeah and to get away from it spartan jumps up really quick grabs hold of the claw machine because it's just like spinning, spinning in a around yeah he follows that around as he comes back around he's he scream he screams head up <laughs> and he's just like just like kicks phoenix in the head and knocks his head off he's trying to be short today go stick around yeah but, but I love that. I love the yeah. way he smacks the head and then it bounces once and then in the second it just shatters into a bunch of frozen like brain shards and shit. Yeah. No, it was good. very cool. It was a great it was, cool. it was a great way to end it. It reminded me of uh Terminator two a little bit. Yeah. When they shoot, shot the T one thousand after freezing it. Well I feel I feel like it was also a smart way of doing it. Yeah. Because because he could have done a bunch of things, but I mean, that makes yeah, sense. No, and it just plays into the movie. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then they should have, you know, started playing the ACDC song. Which one? Oh, I've got big balls. <laughs> That's right. I've got the, big balls. The, the all the balls are the balls from, are falling from the center of the thing. I don't exploding. know. Exploding. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, what? We're in those balls, dude. So the, yeah. So everything starts breaking down, basically. And, and Stallone exploding. goes running out of the building. Um, and, and the crowd prison is officially no more. And as you said, the... the the explosion the on the cartoon, outside. Yeah, it's like, come on. Super cartoony. It's like, did you run out of budget at this point? I think so. Because at the beginning, like, literally, you destroyed an abandoned warehouse, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a model. So, if anything, you could have just done a fictitious explosion, right? But it doesn't need to be this animation style. Just kind of ruined the whole moment. Yeah, 100%. And of course, you have to hear Stallone going, <laughs> up and down. And don't forget his uh, stupid jump in the movie. When uh, Simon Phoenix is trying to spray him with that laser, yes, I was like, "What terrible!" What yeah, he's just like he throws his hands up like, like he's little tiny, tiny T Rex hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it <laughs> and he just like falls forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he makes it out, and the... my hands did not catch you. <laughs> 
would have been nice. The chief looks looks at Spartan and he's like, "Our love, our our cocktail is gone. What are we gonna do?" And, and he's like, "Be I'm a man." I'm just like, "Why are you asking him? You've been ragging on Spartan right. this whole movie. Now you're asking his opinion on something. What? How awful are you?" And so Spartan's like, "Why don't you and the scrappers actually work together?" Yeah. And then uh, he seems, ends up kissing like Huxley, and then they ride off into the sunset. But the mystery of the seashells is never explained. Right. Which I think Joe's... after that scene, after that scene, I think she takes him in and gets his ass clean. God, I hope so. And then they have some sex. Yeah, because, because he kisses then, her. Then he opens up his sweater. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he he's, he's, wearing, shop, he's yeah. wearing the crotchless underwear. <laughs> gross. That would be gross. So, and then... Uh, what was it? Huxley says, oh, are all fluid transfers that nice? Oh, even better. Yeah. Have you ever tossed a salad? <laughs> oh! But I'm telling you, I wish I wish you would have wrote that. That would have been a fantastic line. That would have been amazing. So yeah, so that was Demolition Man. I've got some fluid awesome. in my ass that needs extracting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like, Do I you know it. have a turkey baster? <laughs> oh. oh, God, damn. That's Man. bad. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> The, the movie opened well. <laughs> <laughs> Things started off great. It went downhill fast. I don't understand. It, it, well, it did. It's just and funny this, that at this time, you know, 1996, you know, that's, uh, the, everything's going to change. It's going to go down fucking hill, right? Mm-hmm. Predator 2, same thing. Joel Silver, 1997. Yes. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't get it. Did you guys read the story that uh, Stallone was suing Warner Brothers for the profits on this movie? Really? No, was it really? Yeah. Why? He filed a lawsuit in uh, 2017 because he said that they... Ripped him off on the profits. But what did he have to do with it? He that? was supposed to get fifteen percent of the gross once it earned one hundred twenty-five million, and then the, like after two hundred million, he gets seventeen point five percent and all this. He says he says like after nineteen ninety-seven, they stopped sending him any money on it. And oh, stuff, oh. So. and well, they, he, it got settled the, like this year. So. Oh, oh really? no shit! But they were saying a lot of things. He had like he had a big lawsuit with Warner over a lot of the old movies like Cobra and all that. Okay. And now that that lawsuit settled, like he's, he's trying to look into like doing sequels to some of these movies and stuff oh so well I hope one of them isn't Demolition Man he wants to do a Cobra like TV series or something really uh, well, like a reboot kind of thing interesting but he, Demolition Man sequel I he's feel like, like he's always been interested in that I feel like really are you kidding I've heard rumors of that okay because I, I know he was going to go back and uh, reconsider going into Cliffhanger 2 right that one seems even more of a stretch than this one so. uh, yeah, right yeah, I don't think I don't think it worked. It was but like a seventy-five-year-old man climbing. Mountains. Well, no, because it was supposed to be. A, <laughs> it would like, just be the old man on top yeah, of the mountain, like a walker. <laughs> hey, his name was Gabe Walker in that movie, so, it makes so sense. there you go. Yeah, but he's in Expendables and all those. I mean, he's he's getting older. Aren't they but... making another Expendables too? Oh, I Jesus, heard there's one where they're going to do a part I four. I that. Three, three was enough. Yeah. Well, which one was three? That was the one. Harrison Charles. Ford was in that one. Was I think Wesley Snipes was in that too. One was disappointing. Two was great. Three was yeah. Two I liked. Van Damme did a fantastic job. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There was your demolition man against Van Damme. Yeah. We 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 got our fight done. Finally. And Wesley Snipes was in three. In three. Where was he in three? He was worthless in that one. Nobody remembers three. No. I don't. I feel like maybe I've seen it. I think, did that one open up? Did they like? Uh, there's like a train heist sequence at the beginning of that. Oh, yeah, fuck! Yeah. I haven't seen this one. Yeah. Yes. Is do I need to see this? No. Okay. No. <laughs> and the cast is great. It's got a yeah. great cast. Mel Gibson's but... a villain, you know. But it just I don't know. It just I felt have flat. seen this. Yeah. 
They That's tried to make it was. too serious, you know, whereas, like, the, the sequel just had it right, you know, just bringing a bunch of dudes that used to start in action movies and kind of have fun I with I mean, that. the Chuck Norris shit, it was fun. Did, Chuck did, Norris was phenomenal. Did they just tell Mel Gibson that Sylvester Stallone was Jewish and that that's Maybe. how he uh, became such a good villain in the movie? You, you must die. die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck sorry. you, Jew. <laughs> sorry, that's a throwback to, to a little while ago, huh? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so... What you give me a ticket, Schindler? <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. Schindler. <laughs> Fuck it, it's terrible. <laughs> so, Demolition Man, do we recommend it, or how are we doing that? I mean, I'd recommend it. I give it three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a watch. But yeah, like I said, I, I hadn't seen it in, what, 20, It's a fun years? movie to watch here and there, but it just it falls so flat in the middle, you know? I mean, there's no it's, continuity. It's a great movie. idea, and I feel like there's some wasted potential in it that it could have right. been so much better than it was. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it kind of like, it's funny most times, and they they, they don't, I, I think it's almost too funny. I could like, yeah, they could have, yeah, dialed back on the slapstick. There's really nothing serious in the movie. I mean, no, even, not really. Even the fact that all those hostages die, they just kind of, it's like, whatever. No. They don't do anything. Like I said, I wish I would have spent a little bit more time at the beginning, right, in 1996, before we jump to the future, because it just happened so damn quick, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe a couple more scenes with him actually tracking down Simon Phoenix, showing more of his darker side. Because in that, it, like to your point, it's like he's really not even. Well, yeah, because it's a comedy. Simon Phoenix isn't really threatening, even no. though they try to make him threatening. Mm-hmm. Too, no, I just too went, comical. Way yeah. too comical. Yeah. Yeah, well, and he's talking to himself through half the movie because he's got no one else there. Right, so, yeah. It's a kind and he of, says some, some of the weirdest shit. Some, some of it works. Some of it, some of it does. Yeah. I mean, after he uh, stabs out the eyeball, right? And he has that kind of creepy line when he comes out after he scans it. Yeah. If he would have just remained there throughout the film, I, Wait, I didn't mind that. Because well, he was that's, like, that's like a sadistic. serial killer funny. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, shouldn't be I thought that's funny, what he was funny, supposed funny, to be. He killed like 30 hostages. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. He's dude's wacko. But he's just kind of like funny and... Uh, How did he kill those 30 hostages? Because he couldn't kill like <laughs> two dudes in this whole movie with a gun. So, I mean, obviously he didn't use a gun. There was a large room. And there's 20 guns. And finally, <laughs> the bullets hit the targets. I think he just had the 30 people, the hostages, just running back and forth. This gigantic gymnasium. Yeah, right. And finally, just got them sprayed down. But it was on like a level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It held the gun firmly. Yeah. I'd say like if it's on a Saturday afternoon, you got nothing to do. It's worth watching. Right. But it's I wouldn't. I guarantee you'll probably fall asleep in the middle of the movie though. Hopefully, wake up for the best part at the end. It suffers a continuity issue that the Howling had as well, where where it's like all sneaking to the middle, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? There's back and forth. Yeah, but I was never bored in the Howling because it's like it's so it's so much shit thrown against the wall. Oh god, bad cocks, fucking faces, boobs. I'll just I'll just describe like Demolition Man as like the beginning is cool and the end is cool, and a lot of stuff. There's some okay stuff in between, but there's a lot of dead space, and I'm like, oh. So, yeah. can, so you can vacuum your house in the middle yeah. of this movie. Yeah. You literally could and not miss we, a we, we gotta get the cleaning scale thing. figured out for the next it. one. I'll, we'll, we'll figure that out for the next time. We'll have a cleaning scale. I would pledge to that's this how we should, that, <laughs> yeah, That's no. how we should do our ratings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll figure it out for next time around. Um, movie has a kick-ass poster. It yeah. actually made $14 million opening weekend. It was number one. But it only went on to gross $58 million domestic. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it like just did. Kind of fa- it came out at a weird time, too. Yeah, like fall. I said, the reason I was not really thrilled with this movie is because it was after Cliffhanger the same year, and Cliffhanger I thought was great, and I was like, Stallone's comeback. That was kind of his jump start, yeah. This movie he, was kind of like, oh, okay. And then after this, he just kind of started making shitty movies again. Assassins. Assassins, which is just flat and boring. The Specialist. Oh. 
to, I can't get in that movie. James no. Woods is a bad guy. It's just that that movie. Eric Roberts, worked. man. I think he might be the only good part in that movie. And then who Dude. is who is his dad? Who's the guy that oh, played his dad in that movie? Man. Oh God damn it! The old sorry, uh, the old bastard. Rod, uh, Rod Steiger. That's it, Rod Steiger. Eric Roberts is criminally underused. I yeah, like no, I, I like I like Roberts, man. He works. Eric Roberts. Yep. Great, great movie poster. If you guys want a free Demolition Man poster, let me know. You still trying to get rid of that? <laughs> you don't want yours? No, I'm kidding. It's some rolled up somewhere downstairs. <laughs> so we don't know what we're doing next. Steve's thinking about. Yeah, it. I've got a couple. I got a couple of inklings, a couple of ideas. So we'll we'll see. Is it's, it Masters of the Universe? <laughs> man. And if anybody's listening, you can always go on our Facebook page and drop suggestions. Yes, we would love suggestions. Yeah, I'd love it. Um, Instead of Demolition Man for Memorial Weekend, I guess I should have picked Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Still never seen it. <laughs> I don't think I have either. I, 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 I think you go your entire life without watching that movie. Michael Bay, I like. I just oh god, it, it, that movie just doesn't work. It's it's they who's try the, so hard. Who's the main in that movie? Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Um, and then who who's the other Kate Beckinsale? Right? Yeah. Is in that? Mm, I like and I Kate forget Beckinsale. the other guy. Yeah, I like course, her, but yeah. she's lost all that a lot of stocks, and she's been banging Pete Davidson or whatever. Who's he? Oh. Oh, so she's moved on from the movie director, dude? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't yeah, know shit. I didn't yeah, know there that. Was a, there was an issue with him watching her bang the guy in Underworld, and they had like a fight about that, and they like broke up. Didn't he direct those movies? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. the director of those movies, and, and like watching her on screen, like he couldn't handle it, and then they like... And then that was the end of that. That was the end of that. Van Helsing isn't a great movie by any means. <gasps> that's her in that, isn't but it? But that's her, and, and her shit. outfit is phenomenal. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so she was in that. Some of she was in that. She's banging that dude. Oh, oh. You're kidding me. Like, not, now she is? Kidding. They is? just broke up. Who's that oh. guy? Some guy in Saturday Night Live. Yeah. No shit? True True fact. Wow. Man. Kate Beckinsale. So, yes, um, I'll, I'll figure out a movie for next time. And, uh, yeah. There's, there's a better one for you right there. Yeah, I know. I've seen that guy. <laughs> Joe's like, no what? shit! I, I wow. Okay. Yeah. But, so I we'll, bet he has a real big dick or something. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Swinging yeah. down by his knees. <laughs> yeah. So Steve will come up with something special for us. Oh, absolutely. Special treat. Broken uh, arrow. Excuse me. Oh, oh that's no, right. No. No. Just. Oh no. Mm. What a terrible thing to say. <laughs> now you got me thinking. No. I mean, Do you have a trailer on that? Uh, we could always tease that one, huh? What? The broken broken arrow trailer. I don't know broken arrow chair. Are you kidding me? The movie. The movie can't be contained by a trailer. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that movie. That was well, such, such a bad movie. So okay, well, anyways, let's. Unless did you find it? No. Here, oh, turn it. The trailer. It's just a little music for you. Turn it this way. Like soundtrack music. Oh man, you own that. I had a couple songtracks. That's great. <laughs> he owns it. Look at that poster. Where's the? Where's the? Is that? A, is that Hans Zimmer? Yes. The music. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So so, we'll we'll be doing this soon. If it's not Steve's choice, we'll be doing it soon. So. Steve's like Sophie's choice. Yes. <laughs> Steve's choice. I want to see what we call Steve's choice. That's man. Awesome. man. I don't even know what that would look like. It would just, just be bad decisions. 
and, well, and like well, you did send us a picture today of yourself. I, I think I might use that and doctor up a, f- a Photoshop. And make yeah, you definitely <laughs> should. I love my I love my headphones. So so real quick, and then we then we should probably get going because we're like we're we're way over here. Uh, I love my headphones in my office. <laughs> Steve's choice. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, what's that from? I put on, I put on Slack. No, that's good. I, I, I went to my office this morning. Yeah, it's Slack chat, you know, chat, you know, Joe, you ever check that out? Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> still bad. I went to my office, printed things out, went all the way Busy. back home. Busy. Then I realized headphones, still at the office. I had to go all the way back out to the office and then come out here. It's just like, oh, I'm retarded. <laughs> God. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We will see you guys uh, in another month. We will... Yeah. Do something special for yeah. Steve's choice. Do something amazing. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. And yeah, like Tom was saying, feel free to pop, pop online on Facebook and let us know if there's something you want to see, see us review. And there tell us also like what to do like for a top five or something because we're really bombing on those lately. <laughs> I, I promise <laughs> I will try to actually get it done next time. I'm sorry. It's, it's sorry. Fine. Can you give us one more one-liner? From <laughs> I, I gave you a second one kidding. already, all right? That's all you're getting out of me. That's all I remember. All right, guys. We... We love you. Yeah. Enjoy your rat burgers out there. Enjoy the rat burgers. And one more time, Raymond Cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Seashells. Bye, you guys.